0: Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies, and their team of licensed experts is on hand to help you talk through it. Talk to a team of award-winning agents who will walk you through the process step by step. Easily compare quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Your work-life insurance policy may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. Even worse, it may not come with you if you leave your job. Policy Genius gives you unbiased advice from a licensed expert support team. They have no incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 269 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name's Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please?
2: Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I am happy to be back with you. I hope you all had uh, an enjoyable, serviceable holiday time with your family uh, I know I had a good time. How about you, Brett?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, uh, almost too good. Uh, for me, it's like too, too many days off. And then I feel like out of practice, like I'm not going to be able to come back and, and do my job well. Well, hopefully so it's like, the show um, won't yeah. be
2: a disaster today.
1: So uh, we, uh, we, we took an extra day yesterday. I was on the phone for like six hours, which <laughs> is why... Uh, we should privatize all businesses. Just the free market should reign.
2: Bumping that music yeah. that they play when you're on hold. Yeah,
1: actually, okay, yes, I have a story. So I was on, I was on hold uh, at the DMV between two DMVs, the one in Minnesota and the one here. Uh, in Maryland and uh, all of them had very very like boring uh, hold music that they keep you on except for this one guy in this one department like it was so good I didn't want it to end and I actually think that that was a tactic mm-hmm. that yeah mm-hmm. like he basically mm-hmm. uses it, then it's like it's like oh my gosh he was back in no time but he wasn't actually back in no time you just actually liked the hold music yeah. so that way you they don't should have uh, played
2: Christmas music though it was after Christmas though so it wouldn't make oh, any sense oh darn it wouldn't make any sense okay so. never mind
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get everything you wanted for Christmas this year,
2: yes, what do- I I cannot disclose <laughs> all of the things that I got for Christmas. Can you
1: disclose any of it?
2: Uh, okay, sure. Um, I got a lot of chocolate. Oh, well, hey, that's one thing. There I got. you
1: go. Nothing wrong with that.
2: But yeah. the rest of it, have I have to be tight-lipped? Fair enough. It. Uh, I, I see love the chat. It, yeah. <laughs>
1: By the way, chat, uh, we are going to be interacting today. It is just the two did, of did us. Did you
2: love my gift <laughs> I gave to you? I did. I, in fact, hold on. Hold on. He's gonna fetch it. I'm gonna it's i think it's a really genius idea totally original no one else could do it bikes whiskey and women it's coyote ugly. fast bike no it's fast bikes good whiskey and hot women coyote ugly See, new like- york city because everyone has to believe the meme that of course coyote ugly is Brett's all-time favorite movie, and he'll never love another movie the way he loves Coyote Ugly. And,
1: and let's face it, there's probably not a huge market for, for Coyote Ugly merch in the year 2022. No, no. Uh, so it was <laughs> very easy to
2: find it because people are trying to get rid of it.
1: Uh, see, Get I, rid of all evidence that I ever watched this movie. See, that's a problem. Everybody should watch it more. That's what they should be doing.
2: Well, what you should do is just go to the bar like in real life.
1: That would be so boring, though, because I can't drink.
2: <laughs> Darn. Well, then then you'd ask for water, and then they would... They would do the, the bit where they like spray yes. you with water and then beat you up or something.
1: In fact, you couldn't even do that bit now in 2022 because it would be considered insensitive. No? Because then oh, someone's like, "Well, oh, what if I'm sober? I can't drink. I can't." And then they're like, "That's literally too bad. <laughs> you
2: literally don't drink, though." Yeah.
1: like that. Like then you're like, "Oh, you're gonna hose me down with water because that's I the won't fun
2: do-. part. Yeah. It's supposed to be the fun part of going there."
1: I was also. It's funny because we were talking earlier off air about like the complaints about like how everyone feels like they have to be like they're overcoming some thing these days yeah. and I was watching a, a video on a lady who opened like an, a non-alcohol bar and she's like she she posts all these messages wow. about like it'll never work I mean it does sound like something that wouldn't work but it's like I, I'll never understand the attitude of like like say this show uh blew up one day I'm not going to go find a bunch of messages from people who like say like this show sucks or this show like I'm not going to put the time into clapping back like they're, they're like i was watching a thing about taylor swift over the weekend uh they were talking about how i guess she invited like all of her graduating class to like the or i'm sorry to like the the music awards or like the country music awards or to like whatever the american music okay. awards are and like she invited them because apparently she was bullied in high school okay
2: no she wasn't yeah. and i hate when when people imply that she was yeah well
1: it's, it's like and it wasn't even her graduating class because apparently it was like the class under her mm-hmm. but it's just like that's just petty you're just petty.
2: I Well, the truth is that Taylor Swift got, uh, you know, slightly made fun of like a lot of people were in middle school. But she was... I mean, if you look at any picture of her from when she was in high school, you can tell that she was incredibly popular. Yeah. And otherwise, why would you have so many songs about all of the boys you dated on the football team?
1: That's a fair point. I mean,
2: just like, I mean, I'm observing. I'm pointing out facts.
1: It just seems like everyone needs to be overcoming something and nobody. Thank you.
2: But, well, guys. what was it? You're not neurodivergent. Yes, you're weird in average ways. Yeah, I don't like, remember the rest the, of the it tweet. Was like, it was like the most
1: prophetic thing I'd ever I'd ever <laughs> read. I wish I still had. The, I don't have it open now. But yeah, it's like you're not neuro- neurodivergent. You're just uh, weird in average ways. You're not overcoming narcissists. They're just people that are uh, that you don't get along. With, stuff like that. It's like you're very you're like all the things that you're going through. It doesn't invalidate them. It doesn't mean you're not going through something. It's just not. Super not normal. It's just not super His main character
2: norm. syndrome, yeah. and and there's a lot of that to review on our docket today.
1: Uh, yes, we got to. So speaking of today, we are going to talk about J.K. Rowling. See, we had that one person say it was said Rowling or Rowling. Now I second guess it. It's every definitely time I...
2: Rowling, though. OK,
1: well, what, I'm, I'm just st- going to go with that. I'm still saying Rowling because that's what I always said. J.K. Rowling. Uh, so J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling. Uh, she's still causing all sorts of problems amongst uh, Harry Potter fans because they just can't decide whether they want to support her or not. And I guess in a lot of ways, I can't blame them for going through the same thing that us people, you know, us, us uh, people on the other side of the aisle have pretty much had to do for a long, long time, which is learn how to separate art from artists. But they're very mad, and now they're having subreddits banned and all sorts of problems. We're going to talk about that.
2: Akon, uh, uh,
1: is this your favorite topic today, Akon?
2: I find it tiring and... Okay. Well,
1: Akon uh, is very supportive of Nick Cannon and his 11 children. Uh, We're going to get into that. Uh, My my thumbnail just says Akon supports polygamy because he does have, he has three three wives and nine kids. As far as I know, he still has uh, the original report. Could be more
2: than three. Could be more than three wives. For sure. Yeah.
1: So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this creepy new TikTok trend, which I think is just literally the commodification of natural human emotions mixed with the weird hero uh, cult worship we have of celebrities. He's now i, I support storm. it
2: i think uh we're gonna so disagree weird. with that so strongly weird.
1: so we're gonna talk about that and then pokey main wants to send you to jail my friends you
2: get right in the chat
1: they want to send you to jail. Uh, and then we got a bunch of other stuff at the end. We're going to touch a little bit on The Witcher uh, and the, the absolute disaster that's going on with Blood Origin. We're going to talk about Robert Downey Jr. Ezra Miller, scratch one name off the list today. And yes. we're going to talk about uh, this creepy thing that I found from Lily Allen last week that was so creepy I had to save it so that we could at least mention it today. So, Mary, if you are ready, we will get right into it.
2: Yes, I okay. am ready.
1: Oh, actually, before we start, guys, could you hit the like button? Could you hit the subscribe button? If you are not yet subscribed to the channel, uh, leave comments on these videos. It helps the channel a lot. I need to do that call to action more. So yeah. hit the like Thank button. Thank you region. kindly. All right. So it says, J.K. Rowling is forcing an impossible decision on Harry Potter fans. With the Hogwarts framing legacy. here
2: is incredible. Yes. J.K. Rowling is forcing her fans. I mean, I, I like was aghast at this because... She probably has, like, very little idea of what Hogwarts legacy even is other than the fact that she's going to get royalty checks off of it.
1: Well, I mean, that that that's an interesting question because she was so hands-on with the movies. She was so involved in the movie process. But yeah. how much can she really know about video? Like, what if somebody was, like, learned to code to her and she, like, had to go learn to code? Well,
2: right now, she basically just has a, a licensing approval team that approves these yeah. projects for her that are, like, ancillary to the books and films. Yep. So... She likely has like very little clue about what Hogwarts legacy really is. People are really excited about it, though.
1: It's also funny, too, because uh, I pointed out earlier, I said, it feels like they're all going through the five stages of grief, trying yeah. to accept that they're either going to have to buy the game and support somebody they consider to be transphobic, or they're going to have to miss out on something that they love Dearly, which is anything to yeah. do with Harry Potter.
2: We, we already covered part of this story because there was this trans YouTuber slash streamer that tweeted uh, any support of new Harry Potter franchise merch or any products related to yeah. Harry Potter that you buy new now is actively harming the trans community because you're giving money to J.K. Rowling. Any of them at all. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Like, you're generously allowed to keep your old Harry Potter merch and your old books. Well, yeah. But if you buy anything new, then you are a transphobe. It's
1: kind of like the argument that I always made. That I said it was easier for me to watch. Like, if I find out that a celebrity is nuts on Twitter, it's easier for me to like watch it, it. I consider it easier now for me to watch it all. I can watch somebody who I know is nuts on Twitter. It doesn't bother me when I watch stuff, But for a long time, it did. It bothered me when somebody would say something crazy that I disagreed with, and then I'd have to watch something new that they came out with, and it would bother me. It It would affect how I saw the performance. That doesn't really happen anymore. But it never affected how I saw the material that they made before they made that comment. That feels like they're gra- They're like, I'm grandfathering in the old books. I'm yeah. grandfathering in the old shows. How does it relate to streaming, though? Because what if you like want to watch Harry Potter on streaming and you pay your subscription every month? Does yeah. that contribute to that? Or is that only contributing to Warner Brothers, who is then paying J.K. Rowling the license to use it?
2: Yeah, it's uh, a very like Soviet Union snitching <laughs> yeah. kind of brain-dead take where you know, you can do this as long as no one finds out. Yeah. Then, you know, it's permissible as long as it's a secret.
1: Oh, I'm sure a lot of them, do like, in private. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, it's their little secret between them and their tablet, them and their, their video yeah. games. They're, like, they're like, uh, like, what was it, like, last time we were talking about, like, they're, like, hiding stuff from their bookshelves so that people wouldn't know that they had the books.
0: Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies, and their team of licensed experts is on hand to help you talk through it. Talk to a team of award winning agents who will walk you through the process step by step. Easily compare quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Your work-life insurance policy may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. Even worse, it may not come with you if you leave your job. Policy Genius gives you unbiased advice from a licensed expert support team. They have no incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.
2: Yeah. Like so, the- so we're like seeing these people, uh, in the case of Hogwarts Legacy, basically having an aneurysm trying to figure out whether or not it's ethical to buy this video game. The video game is what people are calling like Red Dead Redemption in the Harry Potter universe. I was kind of hoping it would be more like Grand Theft Auto in the (laughs) Harry Potter universe. That would be a lot more interesting to me. But, um, you know, it looks interesting and really well made. And everyone who wants to buy it is just like, denying to themselves that they want to buy it. Yeah, they, they can't and instead, do it to like, themselves. Yeah, like claiming that it's a, a poor poorly made product. It's going to be buggy, whatever. That was my favorite part. That was like, like the ultimate on. cope. They've been making this thing since 2017, which by the way is before J.K. Rowling ever received any scrutiny for yeah. like comments about gender ideology. It's or also just something.
1: Like it's also just something you say when you're, when you want to hurt somebody's feelings, not because there's actually any evidence to it. It probably will have bugs, but it's not like this person will know firsthand that that mm-hmm. was the case. They're saying that cause they don't like her.
2: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's and the part I found funny
2: as usual. The mental illness is concentrated on Reddit. So there's this subreddit called gaming circle jerk in which uh, there was a post that said a nice reminder from your mod team that this woman is a TERF, JK Rowling, and everyone who commits to supporting her economically is also a transphobe in the context of buying this game. And then they got a huge reaction from a lot of Harry Potter fans who disagreed. Yeah. And then the mods just t- just banned all of them. I got a question. Just I I, <laughs> mass an, banned thousands of people.
1: I got an honest question for you and the chat. How many people do you think, outside of Twitter and the space that we operate in here, how many people do you think, if you ask them, what's a turf, do you think that they would actually know what the hell that meant?
2: No normal person walking on the street and that you find knows what turf means. I think it's a shame that even J.K. <laughs> Rowling knows what turf means. I mean, that's kind
1: of my my point is like, Mary they, turf think the, miss. they think the product is made for them. The product is not made for them. The product is made for the people not on Twitter. The product, if anything, the product is made for the normies. They use you and take you for granted as someone they assume will then promote it, good or bad, because you're so heavily invested in it. But they're not building it with you in mind. They build these things with normies in mind.
2: Yeah, I'm I was, I'm not the biggest fan of... Uh, the whole fandom culture around Harry Potter and other franchises that kind of infantilizes adult enthusiasts of these stories like I think that there is a dignified way to enjoy the stories and movies and books that you love without like being uh mindless consumerist about it I've noticed
1: that Harry Potter has become kind of a holiday tradition it's really? becoming a Halloween to Christmas type thing where they start advertising it more on the streaming services around the holidays. And I see lots of like TikToks and videos. Thank you.
2: Well, it's the, there's the costumes with Halloween. Yeah. But then- I
1: see a lot of TikToks and stuff of like uh, like couple. It's like you know, I love Normie TikTok and I love Normie Instagram. And it's like uh, any like this first sign of snow. They like jump in on the couch and. Mm-hmm. Put on a warm blanket and watch Harry Potter movies all weekend. It's like the there's this great video I was watching this weekend of this guy who talks about millennials about how they, they've like um they become infatuated with the idea of having no life. I don't have a life. I just yeah. sit home and watch documentaries and it's this guy in the in the crowd as he keeps saying this, he's like at his graduation and then the guy's like, Yeah, we do stay home and watch our documentaries And it's like they brag about having no life for someone their age. Because it's right. like that's like that's like a good thing, but that's like a big part of it. Is like Harry Potter's kind of become synonymous with this time of year.
2: Like so, I haven't like noticed that as much, but like you're more of a you're a fan of of the original books and the movies, right? I mean, I don't
1: watch the movies anymore, but I, I still love. Them. I haven't read the books in years. But I, I like I love the idea of loving the movies, but I never <laughs> did love them.
2: I I remember that like a couple of years ago, I turned on the first Harry Potter film, and I had not read any of the books because I was not allowed to read any of the books or watch any of the movies growing up. Yeah. But I started the, new, the the first one. I got like 15 minutes in or less and yeah. I was just like, what is happening? Yeah, the, the movies <laughs> I make no, no sense. Idea. The
1: movies are made with the understanding that you've read the books. Like if yeah. you, there, there's a great, I've mentioned this guy before. There's a guy named Dominic Noble who does a series called Lost in Adaptation where he watches movies and reads books and then compares the two. And he points out all the places in, the, in those movie series. He has, it's called like the Potterthon or something where he goes through all the books and all the movies. And he points out, like, this wouldn't make sense to you if you hadn't read it this like this. like, And if you've read it, you, your mind fills in the gaps yeah. there. But also speaking of the movies, guys, there is a rumor now that they are going to reboot the Harry Potter movies. And I want this to be, like, this is my point. This will be where the shoe drops. For all the people, all of you people that have loved... Um or have hated watching properties properties you love get destroyed and then have people say either it wasn't made for you or why do you care if they recast it? Why do you care if they race swap? Why do you care if they gender swap? This is the movie series that will finally the help ultimate test because these people who are saying these things to you don't have book franchises that they love.
2: Yeah. I think it's all like wokeness for thee, but not for me yes. and my special, like my my love for this franchise yeah. can't be tainted by your wokeness, but like everything else can can die. So
1: once this movie comes out and Harry Potter is uh, Afro Caribbean and gay, <laughs> you will find out that the people suddenly do have a problem with the fact that uh, that they've race and gender. up because it's their it's what they love. Yeah, it's, I it's think a lot of people
2: a lot of people are already getting tested right now with the Hogwarts Legacy controversy Mm -hmm. but I see a lot of them responding like I'm sorry I don't care what JK Rowling has tweeted I'm buying this game. One person said if you think playing Hogwarts Legacy is the most morally ambiguous choice I've ever made I have some (laughs) upsetting news for you. I love it. They said F that lady for being mean to y'all on the internet but I'm going to be learning to make spells and fly on a broom at 144 (laughs) frames per second. It is what it is. Isn't
1: that just gloriously (laughs) normal yeah like gloriously like yeah good for you but I'm gonna be over here doing my thing like
2: what a relief Uh, another person said on the other hand I canceled my Hogwarts legacy purchase got too caught up in the hype and then JK Rowling reminded me again why I just need to stop close the book on Harry Potter for good and then they posted this screenshot of JK Rowling tweeting Mary Turfmas earlier this month (laughs) that is
1: kind of cheesy that was like
2: okay way too on the nose um is there there and then i saw like this someone tweeted a a screenshot from a mary sue article that was like 10 things you can buy instead of wasting your money on hogwarts legacy and one of the things that they recommended was a harry potter themed wand dildo so yeah that's (laughs) uh the best they can do (laughs) coming up with alternatives for the video game. Uh, Uh, Not interested. Is there any franchise or anything that you care
1: about that you, that you would feel this close to that you're connected to in a way that you don't feel like the authors, uh, like if the author made comments that you disagreed with would affect your view of the material.
2: Literally every author of every book that I like and every singer of every, you know, band that I like or every actress or actor in a show or movie that I like. Yeah. Has opinions I vehemently disagree with. It's it, not that big of a deal.
1: I feel like we're actually blessed to have that ability to like understand early on that your worldview doesn't have to be shaped by the people who create the media that you like. Right. Because it kind of forces you to question, not just question your own beliefs, but think more critically of others. Because otherwise people just point click consume and don't think twice about it and just agree with whatever they hear. And, you know, it's almost not even their fault because. Society has been programmed and designed in such a way at this point that it's like you just buy and consume all the time mm-hmm. and you don't realize how much there is out there that if you looked into it a little bit deeper, you might disagree. With. I just um, was talking to my dad on Christmas and we were talking about uh, uh, Twitter and he, he had no like I was like we, I, we were talking about why the media is so evil. I was like, do you have any idea what the Twitter files are? He says, no. I'm like, that's why the media is evil. Because you don't know what they are, because you have no idea what's going on. But we had to see, like, that information has to be sussed out. You have to go search for it. Most people aren't out there searching for information. So if a celebrity says something that sounds good on the face of things, they just accept that as, like, yeah, I agree, because it's all platitudes. J.K. Rowling's like that for the most part. She was like that for the most part until trans exclusionary radical feminism.
2: I don't think that people should be sussing out all of that information about the properties they like because it would be a mind-numbing and fruitless task because... I mean, like this this one tweet said, enjoy squandering $70. Every one of us sane people will be playing games that don't contribute to a transphobe's income. Like, what you're not realizing is that there are, you know, people you would consider transphobes involved in literally every project or every company that you support. What about crypto
1: transphobes who just don't tell you they're transphobes? Right, exactly.
2: Like, I'm sorry, but there are people who... You would not like yeah. ev- In every corner of society I don't think that you would even be happy If you heard like what your faves are saying In You know polite company Yeah, When you're not allowed to listen It's just like a uh, cognitive dissonance that they have about about authors. That part's that they really like. funny
1: too, because the, whether people want to believe it or not, the world hasn't changed that much. No. And your conversations in the real world are vastly different than the ones that happen online, just because of the nature of transcript communication means that there's a record of everything, and everyone says stuff. At the very least, you're more you're less guarded with what you say in the real world because you know that it's not going to be screenshotted and shared with everyone around the world. But it's, it's funny. I was thinking about it today. Everything we communicate with is fake. This is a little bit of an aside. Anytime, like I was looking at these old photos. I was looking through an old photo album of, um, I had like this thing of, it's like old candid photos taken of like actors on movie sets back when people were still taking photos on like 35 millimeter film, right? And just think about it this way. If you ever, like nowadays you'll never get that again because you take the picture twice. How often do you just take a picture on your phone of yourself or if somebody else wants no 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 you retake it oh that doesn't look right we have to take it again the world is not as different in the real world as it was before but everything digitally is a hundred times more fake
2: you mentioned a a bar made just for non-alcoholic drinks yeah. i think like a more lucrative idea might be a a bar or like some kind of space where you are not allowed to bring Your cell phone. phones yeah it's just drake parties is that true?
1: Uh, I mean, a lot of rappers. Yeah, you have to check your phone at the door.
2: I, I think that's good for human interaction.
1: I mean, maybe not with like celebrities.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I think anytime no, no. a celebrity doesn't want to
1: record normal something, people. yes, yes, no, normal among, people. among normal people. Uh, like it, it feels that way. And, like you're really good about this. Like you are not attached to your phone. You're very, very good about, like, you live, like, when when we're talking, you're, me and you are talking, and, like, you go around, you don't have your phone everywhere on you. Most people aren't like that anymore. Most people have their phone on them all the time, Mm -hmm. or their phone is always in their hands.
2: Yeah, because I I find it, like, a highly... Overstimulating and unpleasant most of the time. So. And it gets worse the longer. Maybe you're that's not. just my like hint of, of the tism in me that makes me put it down. But
1: it's I mean it's the same thing for like like I have less self control, but like I have to eventually go out and skate because it's like if I'm on if I'm at the house, even if I'm working, I'm on my phone too much. Right. And then and sometimes
2: we have to use it because we yeah. Are paying attention to online conversations uh,
1: In the chat uh, So he says uh, Normal people What the F does that even mean today Well what does normal even mean today
2: I mean the people who don't know what turf means The yes. people who don't know about J.K. Rowling's Nuanced opinions about gender ideology It's like what my, my note card says Opinions totally devoid of
1: nuance <laughs> Totally void of nuance uh, And then the other part was It was literally just It was like uh, There's more nuance offline Right, so you're allowed to have more nuanced takes offline because you can tell tone of voice. I'm like, if J.K. Rowling talked to most of these people in the real world, I bet you they could come to some type of middle ground. Mm-hmm. But the internet doesn't allow that.
2: And I mean, it, I don't even know about these people in the real world because we see how they behave yeah. in the real world quite often. Uh, are but these like, the same
1: people that are uh, throwing soup on paintings for climate yeah, change? I, I yeah, I couldn't
2: care less what J.K. Rowling thinks about gender ideology or feminism. Like, I really, I really don't care. Yeah. The game looks cool, though. Um, I saw some people saying they're not going to play it because it was made by, uh, by women. So they're, (laughs) They're really enlightened.
1: <laughs> Dustin says none of know. us are normies. Yes, he's right. Nobody in the chat, uh, and certainly not me and you, are, are what you— I consider You're myself, keeping um, up
2: with the Joneses. I, it's antithetical to being a normie.
1: I consider myself a normie in a lot of respects, but um, at least I think of myself as a normie, like more so than most people in this space. Like, I'm not overly—like, I have my opinions— But I'm also very live and let live, and I'm like, you know what? It's whatever. I I feel like a normie. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the chat thinks I'm the opposite. Someone said Mary's
2: sensitive to the 5G. Yeah, it's like frying my brain.
1: Could be. Let's go to super Super
2: Super chats. Chats. Rega Tan said, "PCC watch Chainsaw Man. The MC is just like me for real. For real."
1: I've heard uh, uh, good things.
2: Caper2x said, "Disappointed, Brett. I hope to get you to sing Happy Birthday to me yesterday." Mary, did you get your Wednesday American Girl doll? Uh, I I didn't get any American Girl dolls.
1: Not getting those anymore because I, I'm they're kind creepy. of.
2: I'm, yeah, yeah. American Girl is not, it's, it ain't what it used to be from what I hear. And I knew that that was going to happen.
1: Bust a cap in the chat says you can't classify yourself. That's cheating. So I'm not allowed to classify oh, myself. Yeah, because normie. normies
2: don't know what normies are, you know? Caper2X, <sighs> happy one day late birthday. Potatoes for Seamus said... Wait, say that last one again? Whose birthday? It was Caper2x's oh. birthday yesterday. He, he wanted to get you to sing happy birthday to him. I, I don't know if you're going to s- do that. First of
1: all, we can't because that is against the law. You cannot it's sing... It's copyrighted. It is copyrighted. Yeah. You cannot sing the happy birthday song. Is that like a sabotage is move? Is he
2: sabotaging our monetization right that, now? Dude, that's mean. Potatoes for Seamus said, have Sarah on the show and play piano. Also, Mary wears your glasses. Brett, love the shirt... Mary, you gave me nightmares for Christmas. That's
1: he explained. Uh, he would have to. He could better explain it. It's something to do with like the one vlog where you're up in the attic with the,
2: with the oh, flashlight. Oh, he had like a nightmare about that. That would probably it's ominous. That would
1: probably make me give me nightmares too. If I actually, no, I don't, I don't remember dreams ever.
2: We have asked Sarah to be on the show. Mm. I'll leave it at that. <laughs>
1: yes, Sarah, uh, we we would love to have Sarah on.
2: Yes, I need to stop watching YouTube. Said. Uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secretions. I can't. Believe you guys you read are so immature. I can't believe you read that one. I thought it's...
1: you would. Have, I thought you would have skipped that one.
2: I don't know. I'm. I'm just. Uh, you know, on one today. All right. Waffles Sensei said not buying Hogwarts Legacy because of J.K. Rowling is Hufflepuff energy.
4: <laughs> it
2: kind of is. Hufflepuffs uh, are the people who call themselves empaths, but are actually like the rudest people you've ever met. It costs nothing to be kind yeah, to that, someone It costs
1: nothing it costs to be It costs
2: zero dollars not to be a transphobe or a homophobe
1: I'm also seeing in the chat they're saying happy birthdays in the public domain now I'm still not singing it because I can't sing You don't want me to sing you happy birthday
2: Professor Dolt said Harry Potter bugs aren't a bug, they're a feature Ah Carnell said welcome back, welcome back, welcome back We are very Welcome back Hail PCC!
1: We are very happy to have Thank
2: you. back, you. Mary.
1: Uh, do you know how quiet is it up here when you're like preparing the show and there's nobody in the, and Mary's not up here? I'm just like bleak. up here, like I'm just like up here and I'm like I'm like I'm like humming to myself,
2: kind of going I'm, crazy. Yeah. No. A.K. Storm Forty Nine said, "Listening ten minutes behind Mary Red Dead is GTA in the Old West. How do you differentiate GTA and Red Dead?" I guess then it
1: just it would just be I, that. I didn't the think that World. Red Dead
2: had like options to to um like go to strip clubs and stuff, but I don't know. I haven't played either of them. I only watch people play video games on the internet.
1: Fat Thor four twenty says Mary Wilding out today. It's bad apps day for the chat to get his chats to get read. Yeah, you're on one today. Bad app. Am I? To, bad app needs to get in the chat and get and give it another shot.
2: I don't. I don't feel like I am wilding out. Bitty Beasley said. The world hasn't changed that much. Me and my wife going to lunch last Saturday at our local spot that's having a kid-friendly drag dance brunch. I I am so sorry that you had to see that.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, let let me rephrase my point here. Uh, Society has changed. I don't believe that us as human beings, the way we communicate with one another has changed all that much. I think that we've allowed the norms to be pushed culturally very very far but i don't believe that the average person who said something off color 10 years ago is any less likely to say something off color to their to that small group of friends that they've always had uh because they understand that those friends are the ones that they spoke to that way beforehand i i believe that our language has changed very very subtly i do have a a a wild story about like we talk about like in skating right It was like if you're getting frustrated and you yell, it used to be very common to call something gay. Mm -hmm. You didn't actually mean it offensively. But back in the day, that was a very normal thing to say. It's obviously not normal and it's considered not kosher anymore. It's not allowed. Uh, And we were talking about it one day because it slipped with like somebody like let it slip like while skating and like they like looked mortified, like didn't mean anything by it. But just like let it slip. So things have changed. But I don't believe that our inclinations toward one another have changed that much.
2: I don't think that people who are into like drag and like those drag performances and all that LGBT subculture um, understand that their existence or their like ability to exist freely hinges upon existing in like the fringe and the subset and the underground of society and not in the mainstream.
1: And it used to be embraced that way. They used to, because they felt different. It always felt to me that they, they wholeheartedly embraced what that meant and they were okay with that.
2: Yeah. Regatan. But it kind of,
1: no, it kind of goes to like what we talk now with how everyone seems to be like, wants to fight the man, but seeks the approval of Disney.
2: Like, everyone's
1: okay. like, like I'm not, like, I fight the system. I hate capitalism, but they simp hard for Disney. Well,
2: I guess it's about, like, infiltrating. Yeah. But that's not the reality of it. Ray Gatan said, don't, I've heard good things. Watch it, Brett, watch.
1: Uh, if you can find me more hours in the day.
2: that would that yeah that would definitely be helpful
1: also in the chat um cap says just a public service uh brett means fruit booting when he says skating yes uh skating rollerblading blading all the same
2: oh but yeah
1: fruit booting was once a derogatory term for skating because it was supposed (laughs) to be uh yeah Uh, what's the hardest thing about uh telling your parents about rollerblading telling your parents you're gay and then like that was like the big joke and it's like (laughs) dude i laughed so hard when you said that i'm gonna totally reevaluate all my life decisions based on your really really clever joke that you totally came up with on your own Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right we are moving on guys so uh akon who I didn't know until recently was apparently a polygamist. Is that, is that a proper way
2: to phrase it? If you have three wives and nine children? It's not legal to marry multiple people in this, in this country yet, but I, I assume he just had like unofficial ceremonies well, like, with well, multiple women. Isn't that
1: what the sister wives thing is? Like one of them gets married legally and then the other one, it's just a religious yeah. ceremony?
2: Yeah. Something like that? What's yeah going so on he he's openly admitting that he is uh pro-polygamy in a recent interview with Zizi mills the interviewer i was shocked is she started on this topic saying that she doesn't believe men can be with just one woman they can't be in a monogamous relationship and he agrees and the interviewer asks do you agree with Nick Cannon and his spreading of his seed? If you're unaware, Nick Cannon is uh, the father of 11 children with multiple women. You know what this and is? He's like the sole reason that are, we're not going to be extinct as a species. It's like, a, it's a, <laughs> this is like
1: what this is. This is rich man's privilege. If there's a poor man that wants to do this, he can get paid for it by going to the sperm bank.
2: And uh, just <laughs> true. True. <laughs>
1: He could he could take easy what he is, is he's being he's Such being short sighted. No, what it is is he's being done with his money. Like mm-hmm. he could be getting paid for this instead he's paying out. That's a problem.
2: Yeah, so here's <laughs> here's how he responded. I agree with him one thousand percent. That's how life is supposed to be. He's rich, responsible, takes care of every one of those children. The baby mothers are with it, they hurt for nothing, and they live comfortably. I mean, isn't isn't this what Elon Musk is doing with his nine thousand kids? I was reminded of that. And in fact, that's why I kind of resent the way Akon racialized this issue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, then then the interviewer said, what about the kids, though? And Akon has said, what about them? Nick is there for every one of them. He's there for every single one of those kids. I got nine children, and I'm there for every one of mine. And then the interviewer says, every single time, you're at every single recital. <laughs> And Akon responds (laughs) rather uh, glibly. No, that's a white man's thing. Who gives a f F about a recital? Listen, <laughs> my job is to raise my kids to be responsible, to be understanding, yeah. to protect their mother, to give a hand with their father and to assist with family planning and to be responsible adults. It's funny. My job ain't to be doing all that extra stuff, all these holidays and recitals and all that. Guess what? I While I'm taking care of my responsibilities to make sure the family has a roof over their head and food, if I have time to do that, then yes, I will do that. He's
1: right about parts of it. What he parts? just doesn't, he's right about wanting to raise the kids to be good people. He's just not right about, you also need to do more than just teach them specific life lessons uh, and and set up those types of boundaries and, and lessons that they have to learn. There's other things involved too, right? Is that a Western ideal that you like, you just, you only are there for the kids recitals and are, are you, are you supposed to be there for all of it? Like, I believe that in the West we believe that like it's very important that you should nurture your kids. Like my dad was a hockey coach. On top of the fact that I played hockey, right? So he was there for that. Mm-hmm. That that's important. Like, was that important to me? I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it, it
2: mattered to me. It would, <laughs> but the thing is, Brett. Like, it's it's something you only notice when you lack it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's absurd that he would say, uh, "Oh no, that's a white man's thing." <laughs> the, he's the racialization. Cu- he's putting is it down as something that's wrong with uh, white people's family culture, and really, it's like a strength of of those families yeah. when it does work like that. Suppose, it's like, increasingly not even normal in in different racial yeah. demographics, but like uh, with Elon, for instance, he's even a more a unique example because he does most of his reproduction via IVF so he's having children with these women in uh, like by, like test tubes yeah and it's almost like an asexual reproduction thing for him that seems more like strategic than having to do with low impulse control like I've, I've said before that no, I it feel seems like Elon it seems Musk... the opposite
1: of low uh, of low impulse it yeah seems very very planned I
2: feel like Elon Musk uh, like, if he could reproduce by, like, single-cell... like, in a single-cell organism way by, like, duplicating himself, then he would do that. Would but be because the next best efficient. thing is doing IVF with a bunch of different women who work for his company, yeah. that's what he does. With But, like, in Akon's case and in Nick Cannon's case, there's, I think, like, all the talk of valuing family, but they're not actually willing to back it up with their actions. Like the easy part of that is yeah. getting pregnant, but it's also the hard part is staying for 18 years. And is thing? it's the thing is like, first of all, he doesn't have
1: any evidence that it, it works better this way. Cause I don't know how old those kids are, but they're likely not all full grown. And like, do you have examples of like, which ones turned out? Like it'd be interesting. Yeah. Like which kids turned out the most normal, and then which ones did you go to the most rec- which ones did you go to their basketball games or their baseball games which ones did you go to their dance recitals i also love that recitals recitals are the are the are the childhood equivalent to george clooney being the handsome man that we compare right celebrities to it's still recitals it's, it's not like to be mentioned it's like i didn't go to my kids TikTok. uh to, i didn't help my kid make his TikTok videos that's what it would be like now right <laughs> but like it would be interesting to look at that. I was like, look, I took it. For, I, I didn't take it for granted. Like I always had a parent there that was like. My dad took me to to all the sports that I played. My mom um, and my dad both worked, but my dad was still involved in my hockey. My mom was. Uh, Came to my, it was actually a joke that like my mom like if if they wanted me to score a goal my mom had to leave because she was she would never like I would never score I wouldn't even know when she was there but for some reason like if she would leave to go smoke I would always score so they're like funny. They were like they say go outside so Brett mm-hmm. can yeah so it was like. like how that, do you know? How can he know yet whether it actually works? Because it's like, first of all, yeah. you're right. He's he's trivializing the emotional aspect. Well, it's like material
2: parent. needs are the only needs that exist exactly. is just like short-sighted, factually false, short-sighted. And I think it's also bizarre that Akon would act like mm. all of the men out there listening to this and like clapping for, for this take are in the same financial standing as him. They're most definitely not. No. Also, they most definitely aren't in any financial position to be providing for multiple families. But, yeah. like, And then they are like clapping for this take because it is, absolves them of responsibility, responsibility yeah. to, to do both. Like, no, you have no monetary or emotional responsibility toward your children. That's not what needs to be out in the media today, but like it makes sense that they're bolstering a message like this because it's from a celebrity, and if a celebrity said it, well, of course it's true.
1: It's also interesting too because, like, from what I from what I read, both uh, I couldn't find anything on the women that Akon is married to, but the women that Canon's married to seem to think he's a great guy. Like, sure, but, no it's bra- like, but it's like that's some
2: kind of. That's That's not a lifestyle that you opt into, and I don't think that that makes them great mothers as well. I'm not absolving the the mothers of responsibility either. I think that's to to knowingly like have a children have children with a man that already has multiple families before you. It shows that like you are okay with that. Like you're basically complicit in in that lifestyle, and that's what you want. But. Again, it's, it's short-sighted, and I think probably these, these women are just, like, happy to be provided for materially, but yeah. um, well, look at the- don't value themselves enough to look for more than that. Do you think the Kardashians make it to all the recitals? I, well, I was just, like, watching this video of Kim Kardashian uh, <laughs> recently saying that she goes to painstaking effort to shield her children from all information regarding their family drama and the strife between her and Kanye. Yeah. Sorry, yay. Uh, and she's she, she seems very confident that her children don't know any of these details. And I, I wouldn't be so sure. Like, she claims that she has, you know, information about what the kids at their school talk about and, and claims that the, none of them bring up Any of this stuff that cycles through the news with Yay. But, like, I I just wouldn't be so sure. And they also have, you know, social media. At least North is on TikTok. Like, how do you not come across that when you're unsupervised on the internet? It's just very naive to think that. Celebrities do not shield their children.
1: At their wealth level, there's nannies, there's assistants, there's a whole group of people that are raising their kids to do a job that. In the average American family has to be done by just two, just two people, mm-hmm. you know, even then, like, like when you think about like how many family members used to be involved in the traditional raising a child, you know, like the, the term it, it takes a village isn't just something you say. That's something that held true in a lot of cases. But for something like this, what's funny is like <laughs> oh, Nick Cannon is also super racist. Like super, so? uh, he had a video a couple years ago that I don't think he ever even apologized for, where he basically talked about how like uh, black people are the superior race. He's he's a Farrakhan dude. He loves Yikes. Farrakhan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's a uh, he's got his own. Hot I mean, picks. I
2: think if you thought that, if you truly thought that, then wouldn't it make sense for you to have a one strong, stable family unit that is self contained and yeah. not pretend that you're the next coming of of Genghis Khan like it's just like a sad imitation yeah of you know what a warlord used to be and you're actually just like a media you're a rather like tepid and, and weak-willed media personality
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
2: and, th- and I think that this is all just a big compensation for the fact that they've been emasculated and you know That's that's another conversation I don't think they're willing To admit that But like This is like Obviously behavior That's compensating For, for feeling emasculated So do
1: we Do we give Elon a pass? Like does Elon no. get a pass Because he didn't Because he no. didn't Racialize
2: it? No, I like I I don't think it's a racial issue. I think No, it's
1: not. I'm saying but they they made it a racial issue. It's stupid, but sure. it's a wealth issue. For for them it's a wealth issue. It's just a it's a class issue that they it's obviously well, it's all a social Well, the tweets
2: I saw in support of Akon's comments were from men that are definitely not nearly as, as well, off. well off as Akon. So he's he's speaking to an audience of people that just want to absolve themselves of responsibility. Elon, however, I don't think he would promote his lifestyle to people in the middle class at all. Yeah. I think he would say, like, no, that's stupid. But I think it's it's stupid no matter what wealth bracket you're in. Yeah. Because, I- I'm sorry, but, like, even monogamy with all its flaws, for, for, for people from any walk of life, it's the best thing we've got. And you kind of just need to, like, humble yourself and... Uh, you know, not act like you found the secret ingredient to It's also to funny
1: because one of the most common stories in all of Hollywood movies and television is the story of like a kid who comes from wealth, but dad was never there. And he grows up somewhat maladjusted and has to find his own way. That's like such a trope, Because right? he didn't have a dad that was there to guide him, teach him right from wrong. And yeah, some of that is showing up to your recitals or in this case, for for guys, maybe it's more your sporting events or or whatever it is that you're passionate about. It is not just the job of the parent to make sure that you can do that activity. It's the job uh, of a parent to try to inspire you to become more involved in whatever it is. Like well, the things that I love to do, my dad didn't just support that I did them. He also encouraged me to to keep going. Right, like. Uh, it was actually a big issue, not a big. Issue. It was like it was like a thing. Like when I quit hockey, it kind of broke my dad's heart. Like because he played hockey, he loved hockey. I loved hockey growing up, but I found skating. Skating became more important to me. I had to choose between the two. I picked skating, but he never he never stopped encouraging me from doing what I wanted to do because he was a good dad.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's it is funny to watch them assume that money is a way to absolve you of your responsibility as a parent that it's more than just financial duty
2: because then it causes even more interpersonal strife when they're fighting over who gets what
1: yeah like who
2: doles out (laughs) the resources uh
1: i still can't believe that kanye has to pay child support like that's crazy
2: what was it again it's like 200k per month per
1: month At least it's not alimony. He's not paying alimony. I mean,
2: it's nothing to both of them. So it really ultimately doesn't matter. Like, like it's just
1: funny to think that that dude who just had his wealth cut more than in half is now paying... It's probably just the
2: equivalent of, like, tuition for his schools.
1: Like, he's paying the woman who wouldn't... Denounce Balenciaga because it might affect her bottom line. He's paying her money. Life ain't fair, dude. Well, I mean,
2: <laughs> he stands with Balenciaga too. So, well, there, yeah, well, I don't know what that's about.
1: Ugh, pass on that one. So, uh, I mean, you, you, I think you're right. The biggest problem here is not like it, do whatever you want. It's your life. I think you're probably screwing up your kids. But promoting it as a healthy lifestyle to people who can't actually afford it or have really thought it through seems like a very, very stupid thing to do.
2: Yeah. yeah, and that's all the people I saw plotting it. So, yep.
1: all
4: right.
2: Let's read a few of these Super Chats. Caper2x said, Mary, Elon pairs with very smart women, then he keeps them out of the spotlight. I wonder what is the plan behind it?
1: Wait, is, this, is Grimes considered a really smart woman?
2: I think she's okay. smart. Um, Maybe hasn't treated her brain the best, though.
1: I don't know if really. I mean, I don't know her, but, you know...
2: Well, she's at least like she's highly creative, you know. She had that picture, that
1: that that, that troll picture with the communist manifesto. That was. <laughs> she does funny. like know
2: how to work the media, yeah. and that made me laugh. she's very creative. And uh I, th- I like her music. Elon
1: should open a sperm bank. That's what he should do. Just Elon. It should be called Elon, since just him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yikes! I mean, that would that would remove his ability to control all of it, though. That's a good point. So. Nathan Koss said, being a good financier does not mean you're a good father. The guy who teaches the kid how to ride the bike is the dad. Who cares who bought it?
1: Uh, there's like, it's also, there's also the opposite school of thought of people like the the guy, there's like, the, a lot of people believe that the stepdad propaganda that we see nowadays where it's like, uh, they feel like the media pushes that because uh, it helps w- it allows women to make more bad choices about marriage uh, and sexual relationships early on. So it's like when you teach men that uh, that you should embrace, like raising another person's child, that they, they talk about how it's like, that was like, it is a noble goal, right? If if the father isn't there and you step up to do that job, that is a noble thing to do. But the idea in the media is that they support it because it's enabled women to make poor choices and not be more think more critically about who they're actually having children with or planning a family more effectively.
2: As uh, an overarching point, I think celebrities should not be telling us the rules for how to live our lives when their lives yep. don't resemble ours
1: well that's, isn't that the biggest problem that we have is like i don't need a, like i will not tell a millionaire how to live their life because i can't imagine what the struggles are that they're going through they have their own problems like i've made that point a million times i'm like look just because they have a lot of money does not mean that their life is easy i understand that but don't presume to know mine or tell me how to live my life either and we'll all yeah. be good
2: AK Storm 49 said No strip clubs in Red Dead But you can pay a woman to help you bathe Before going to the saloon to get pissed drunk And get into bar fights Close There you go um, Yeah close enough you know, my I guess favorite,
1: My favorite scene from 1883 Was um, the scene where Tim McGraw's character and Faith Like the husband and wife I always forget the names in the show I've spent so long since I watched it Where after they meet up for the first time after he's traveled here, they like bathe together and it's kind of it's done in this really like uh, tender and romantic way. And, it, and I think it works because they're married in real life. So there's like an intimacy there that wouldn't have been there if it was uh, it would have felt less realistic, maybe like because the, their husband and wife in the show and their husband in life in real life. So it, like it felt like maybe because I knew that that the scene hit different. Hmm. Very interesting. I don't
2: know.
0: FastGrowingTrees.com code pool. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply.
2: Haven't seen it. Alex Making Beds and Yes Chairs also said, Hi, Mary, have Brett read. And I'm not going to read that. I don't think Brett wants to read it either. Sperm so. Bell. Okay, there he you read
1: go. it. I did it. Uh, what, what what is the sperm right. budget this month they say alright guys moving we're moving on, on. <laughs> we are moving on ladies and gentlemen alright so there is a creepy creepy and I do mean creepy new trend going around at least I find it creepy I don't Mary think it's creepy it at
2: all okay I, I think that this is just zoomers being zoomers doing it's what they weird. do best so tiktokers are you know since they're home for the holidays and they're with their older relatives and they who attention. aren't on the internet as much and They would like to, yeah, get clout off of the backs of their older relatives. They are faking celebrity deaths so they can get the reaction uh, on video. And I think that this is hilarious because it exposes... Really, a culture of celebrity idol worship that we are steeped in in this in this country. What it is, is the co-
1: it's the commodification of actual human emotion.
2: No, no. yes,
1: oh, totally. But okay. we this are is only- not.
2: These people aren't displaying real emotion. Their 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 reactions are completely performative. That's we the are, whole point.
1: We are only a step away from "Grandma just died." No, and, and Yes. Oh my
2: gosh! We- you literally. That's totally different. If you're trying to get someone's reaction to their loved one that they that they know in real life, (sighs) okay, Johnny down. Okay, oh, remember versus uh, some celebrity, like some random celebrity. Mike Two Houses Down died. That's not the same thing. Ah, I I don't know, dude. Someone you know in real life dying versus a celebrity dying. Do you really? Do you really think the reaction is the same?
1: No, I don't think the reaction is the same. But I think the idea here is it makes people feel something, and it reminds people that human emotions are real.
2: Firstly. Their emotional reaction, even if you can say like, I mean, it's impossible to know, but it's real or not. Yeah. You should not be screaming and howling and crying when you find out that Zac Efron died. Is there, is I'm there, sorry. Like, that's not normal. And that's not valid are there any for you to feel that way about someone you don't know.
1: Are there any celebrities that you... Uh, obviously, I don't think any normal, well-adjusted person reacts this way when a celebrity dies. But is there any celebrity that, whose death you would at least remember where you were when it happened? No. That's a, that's a common thing. <laughs> no, that's a common thing. I don't. Okay.
2: I mean, maybe before the internet, people feel, felt some type of way... Uh, about different I, celebrity deaths but like I remember where I was when Heath Ledger died okay cool like where, that's when I found out that one Heath Ledger that died. I've yeah heard that it impacted yeah. people but like did you like literally start like screaming and hyperventilating no I
1: got hit by another car who also heard that news.
2: yes yeah
1: I got hit like I was in a car and got rear-ended by somebody who had just heard the same thing so that's a very memorable story
2: okay but like it's not the same as, as what we're seeing in these videos, and, and just play them. And I uh, want to react to these because I haven't seen a lot of them. Also, I, I love in my opinion.
1: Also, I love the the chat because whether it's IRL or here, there's at least one person um in every video. Like there's at least one chat in every video where they say R.I.P. some celebrity that hasn't died. Yeah, well, they love parts. this
2: trend. They yeah. do it to us all the time.
1: Yep. All right, here we go. We'll watch the one on here first.
2: Thank you.
4: Allison Janney dead at 63.
1: No! Who cares if Allison no. Janney died?
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Who Wait. died? Okay, another thing is, like, people are going to start having heart attacks in response to these announcements because of something very safe and effective.
4: Oh, my gosh. Good morning. Good morning. Erica Badu pronounced dead. They're literally the most random celebrities. Yo.
3: Chris Jenner dead at 67.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, if you react like that, you are unhinged. Like
1: Austin Butler dies at 31. Shut up!
2: That has to be fake. Like, there's no way a lady that okay. age cares who It's TikTok. Is. Not all of it is real. But, like, some of these are real. <laughs> it's a joke. Tr- If even half of these are real, I'm disturbed.
4: Wait,
3: oh my god! What? Tom Tom Cruise died at 60! See, that would
1: actually make me cry. Would you really? Mom! What? Oprah Winfrey dead at
4: 68. No! No,
2: I'm
3: not. That's a joke!
2: I'm not kidding. kidding. (laughs) I'm not kidding.
3: She just posted on Instagram this morning! Are you joking?
4: (laughs) This is a joke. This yeah. is a joke. Did you see the news?
2: No. Lady Gaga dead at 36. What? I swear, car crash. Lady Gaga. Car crash. Oh. That's like the most normal of all of them. Yeah, that's like, that's the least worrying that's, reaction. That's, that's, I've most, seen so that's so far. the most
1: normal of all. But of like,
2: them. I'm sorry. If you are literally screaming at the news that Chris yeah. Jenner died, I don't think that your emotions are. Valid. I don't think that they're genuine I think they're performative and I think that you're a celebrity idol worshipper and you maybe deserve to get made fun of a little bit yes like the the way that we regulate social contagion is by public shaming a little bit okay like that's not a problem and I think that's what the internet was made for and I think that the the younger people who are perpetuating this trend are kind of doing a little bit of like remedy work on uh, the culture that we've we've gotten into where we just like literally bow before celebrity culture. It's It's not normal to feel that emotionally connected to somebody that you have, have never met or you don't know personally. It's, yeah. it's not it shouldn't be accepted. I don't think that it's wrong to mock that type of response. Uh, I think this is bad. like a much needed and and also lighthearted and fun way to point out how ridiculous celebrity worship has gotten.
1: Uh, I think that the people posting it for Cloud are just as bad. I take just as much issue As somebody making fun Of their parents Because their parents Have a quirk That we disagree with And doing it So that they can get Likes on social media Makes them just as big A twat as their parents Are for thinking that uh, It sucks that Austin Butler died Also I don't buy That that lady knows Who Austin Butler is
2: No because a lot of No <laughs> well, that lady Might have watched a lot of the Elvis these, Yeah a lot of these Middle aged ladies Have watched Elvis yeah. And yeah. think that Look he's He's very smokin They
1: are clout chasers And I take just as much Issue with that Like, I, like are, are people People that worship celebrities weird? Yeah, but we see that every day. Like like half our job is making fun of people who worship celebrities because we're always kind of flicking the nose of celebrities with what we do. Like I think I think the people that post weird tweets about celebrities are freaking weird. The ones who are like you know, the ones who know every detail about about some celebrity that they worship uh, and post long threads about them. It's freaking weird, dude, but do your thing. It's not my business what, what you're doing, but doing this and doing it in a way that shames them so that they're not doing it because they think they're changing the culture. If anything no, they're doing they're it not. for they're doing it for worse reasons. They're making they're I, coarsening I, I, No,
2: the culture. I don't think that all zoomers are in a Collective group chat where they centrally plan how to shift the culture but there's such a thing called meme magic and it is used it with like a collective unconscious mm. to shift the culture and yeah like mocking people and shaming people is a very effective social tool that weeds out maladaptive behaviors and one of those maladaptive behaviors is worshiping Oprah Winfrey or Andy Cohen or Anderson Cooper or Kathy Griffin or Rachel Maddow or Sarah Silverman or any of these people like (laughs) yes like that is a social contagion that needs to be rooted out and the best way to do it is by making jokes at the expense of the people who are perpetuating this problem.
1: Okay, here in the chat, Shannon says uh, death is closer to old people and they don't need the reminder with fake death pranks. Does that, like if they were, like I wonder if I would have taken this differently if this was kids doing it to kids. It would almost feel like they accomplished something. If you trick like uh, somebody your age, sure. Is it really that big of an accomplishment to pull one over on your boomer parents? I don't think so. <laughs> Wait,
2: what do you like, mean? An it, accomplishment? Like, well, i because I mean, there's it,
1: nothing like they're doing it for the reaction, right? But yeah, like, if if it's the, if you get like a kid to react, I, I can almost see like that reaction feeling more genuine to me because like with the parents, uh, not more genuine. I feel like there's more substance to the kid's reaction than the parents because look, they're they're old people. <laughs> they're old people. Like I just it just feels exploitative in a weird way to me. the
2: thing is that they're showing the reactions of people who they they became familiar with Hollywood in a time when Hollywood had a lot more prestige yeah and I guess I
1: might also uh, I would assume that they asked their parents permission to post it and the parents are like sure you can post this thing that makes well me maybe they did idiot. maybe they
2: didn't who knows but like these these baby boomers and you know some gen Xers shown in in these videos uh, became fond of certain celebrities at a time when Hollywood had a lot more actual prestige. Yeah. And we're, we were just talking about in the context of like the shaming the- of nepotism babies that the actual value of, you know, being a Hollywood player right now has, has completely plummeted. Yeah. And now you really aren't expected so much to fit certain standards. You just have to have TikTok followers to get in the club. It's, it's not what it used to be. And you just told me that, uh, you saw this article that said Hollywood has lost $500 billion of market value in the last year. It's it, that's like a real, you know, numerical proof that Hollywood Ain't what it used to be, and this older generation isn't used to that. This but
1: will like, also not happen in the future because none of the celebrities that are becoming famous now will have the same staying power. No one's going yeah. to care in twenty years what happened to Amaranth. Oh, all. of course. I mean, like,
2: nobody cares what ha- happened to Amaranth right now. Like, I, and it I mean, and I mean, no disrespect, I'm,
1: and I'm not. I'm actually not trying to be disrespectful to her. I'm saying no. the culture around celebrity is different because there's so much. Uh, there's so much content out there that before, when your content was curated by four cable comp or by four n- regular news stations or four regular channels in a couple of cable stations, you were told who the celebrities were. Now, pick your choice. You there's a celebrity for everything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it would be funnier to me if it was like it was like celebrity chefs. Like Emerald just died, and then like some guy who just loved Emerald. Like that 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 would be more interesting I to about me. Emerald. Remember, uh, bam. Yeah. Kick it up a notch. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I get it. I'm the boomer. I, I just like, first of all, I hate, I don't like videos where you record people without their knowledge. That's despicable to me. Even if they're doing something stupid, like, like videos of people being stupid, doing stupid stuff at the gym, I want to smack the person recording that video. Uh, people recording people doing something stupid Either in the privacy of their own home Or just because they're out in public And don't realize they're doing something stupid I want to slap each and every one okay. of the people That <laughs> record those videos I it's, don't like
2: it It's a little it, bit different When it's a complete stranger yes. Versus your mom So I, I I'm no, I don't totally agree in all circumstances mm-hmm. I, I It's not like I think that All of the TikTokers posting yeah. these videos Are um, good intentioned. No, I like, the, like as I'm long as we can that, agree
1: that they're not out to change the culture for the better.
2: I, I just think <laughs> that this is hilarious and unintentionally exposing uh, yeah, hysteria around celebrities that yeah. should be stamped out. Like th- these people are actually, you know, some of the worst worst of the worst in our society well, these old and people
1: blissfully don't know that they're they're, they're, they're narcissistic disconnected evil from
2: the fact. self-involved yeah. and and essentially like very bored people who make a living off of you know making headlines about their opinions on political issues and bludgeoning ordinary people with that, that's you know, just, their need for validation and attention. That's just And if just you, if you worship them knowingly or not, yeah. I think that that behavior needs to be mocked. And if we're going to,
1: it just feels ghoulish to me. The whole if thing is redirect.
2: Feels... If we're going to redirect that attention to people who are worthy of it, then I think this is like some kind of start. And I, I wanted to react to the one that uh, okay. I found on Twitter because I that had a lot of better ones. All right. Uh, I, I just really love this trend, guys. I think it's hilarious. And I won't apologize. Share
4: dead at 81.
3: No. My share?
2: Oh my god. It's Howard sl- Stern dead at 68. What? See, I'd be like, Why? hey. I'm I, mean, mean, I been more At least no more 95. headlines about Howard Stern. No, 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 no,
1: no. I'd have been more right. interested in that piece of pizza that guy was eating. That
2: piece of pizza looked
1: great. Did you <laughs> see that?
2: Yeah, I did. Zach Efron dead at 35.
4: Mom.
1: Yeah, yeah. What? Oprah Winfrey dead at 68. No! No. Oh my god, Neil Cavuto dead. Who at the 68. hell? I don't know. Who I was. don't even know. No. Chat, who the hell is Neil Cavuto? Oh my god.
3: Did you see John Travolta passed away?
0: No, 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 no. No, no.
1: do
3: no, not it? No. No. It's got to be fake. That one's oh to be. Oh my god. Fake. Bon Jovi dead at <gasps> 60. Alexa, did Bon Jovi? <laughs> she was God, like, fact check. at 41. Who's pickle? Pitbull.
1: There is a great meme of like it's the guy. It's supposed to be the guy. Whoever goes the it's the lightning fast guy who goes to everyone's Wikipedia page the second they die. And and, and, and it, it immediately it changes the, de- the yeah it does all of the de- <laughs> the the was and is uh, and then ch- and adds the dates in there. Like
2: <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he died. at 41 No
4: fucking way. Hey, go.
2: Keith Morrison dead at seventy five.
4: No. Keith is dead. <laughs> okay, <What>? that's fake. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> Keith is dead. Oh my God, that's Ma. fake. Mm-hmm.
3: Manny Pacquiao dead at fifty four.
4: Shit. <laughs> <gasps> Hugh Grant dead at sixty
3: two. Oh
4: my God. What? John Bon Jovi dead at 60. Fuck. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> please. I guess this trend
1: kind of works too because they can look like they're looking at their phone, but really they're filming. Yeah. You. Ugh.
4: <gasps> Michael Jackson dead at
2: 50.
3: What?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the guy no. who's been dead
1: for a decade, who's literally been dead for a decade.
2: More than that now.
1: Yeah. Uh, he died in what, 09?
2: Oh eight. Oh eight. Yeah I think so
1: Uh, In the chat somebody says I lose 10% respect Uh, uh, You must respect Their freedom to record in public I I just said I don't want people Recording other people Without their knowledge Because uh, you want to embarrass them Well it's a
2: difference Of whether it's like Legal or or ethical I'm not talking
1: about Whether it's legal I'm talking about Whether it's ethical Because you think Somebody's doing something stupid And then you want to Dunk on them online I think that's lowbrow That's just me
2: Yeah (laughs) Yeah
1: Some of those were more believable than. than yeah, some others. of them were definitely yeah. faked,
2: like everything is on TikTok. But I, I know, like, some people really react like that because did you, did they, they just, like, form their identities around the celebrities that they like.
1: Yeah. Well, and... yeah and, that's, and that's embarrassing for them, but let yeah. them be embarrassed for themselves, okay? Mm-hmm. Let, like, let them, like, I'm also of the belief that, like, look, that's your, that's your thing. Like, I'm not going to judge you for it. Do I think it's stupid? Sure. No,
2: it's just like when we make fun of, of Kevin Smith for crying in the movie <laughs> theater every time that he sees a new Marvel movie. His is like, also
1: heavily monetized and shill- and full
4: of shit. Yeah, like,
2: that is performative emotion. It's yeah. not real, and I'm gonna dunk on you for it. I, I don't care. Like, you, you don't actually genuinely feel like that.
1: I just, like... I'm if it's just a weird culture that we live in now where, yes, is the celebrity part of it stupid? But I don't think that it's that. Lo- it's a long way off from assuming that we have just turned how we react to things that we find shocking into a commodity that can be sold for likes and clicks. And I, I don't like it.
2: I don't like it. I guess you're just a better person than me. (laughs) Look, I'm Uh, not.
1: I'm not making. I'm not passing. I like. I'm not passing judgment on anyone for liking it. I'm saying that the people choosing to do it. Somebody had to start this, so that was like. It's a sign of where the culture is going, for for better or for worse.
2: Yeah, I guess so. For better or for worse. Let's go to super chats. There's got a couple there. James O'Rourke said, "Didn't expect any of the TimCast media shows back till after the new year. Glad you're back."
1: Well, you know we're ahead of time we uh, we like to work hard here we're, we're hard yeah. workers here and to be completely honest guys uh, I had a, a hard time being off work for like too long You're a busy body. like I well no not just that but also like um I I'm a guilty like <laughs> like we took an extra day off yesterday because I had actual stuff to do and like felt guilt like did more stuff because like I was like I can't feel like I have an extra day off if I don't, if I can't justify
2: it, it. yep Uh, Rolando A. Ramirez said I always tell my sister some celeb passes to mess with her and with our farm animals I tell her they pass don't judge me that's mean like (laughs) the animals is a little bit. Yeah, okay, think mean, about this. Yeah. Okay, guys, I want you to uh, like like th- think
1: about that and-, and think about it this way. So I just got messages earlier about Bocus. How is Bocus doing? How would you feel if someone recorded your reaction if 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 Bocus had passed? Bocus is by the way, guys, Bocus is alive. Bocus no. is trotting around the house. He likes to hang out under the Christmas tree. Uh he's been in good spirits lately. He's still very limber. Gets up on all the countertops and everything. How would you feel if somebody's like oh my god, Bocus passed away and then recorded it. I think that's awful.
2: Brett, that would be awful because people here love Bocus. But, but they don't... It, you don't love Zac Efron. You don't know him. You've never looked at him they, in person. Yeah, it's not a... That's they know
1: not real. Bo- but, but somebody else... Like, it, it, like okay. Even
2: if you right. think you do, it's your fault for even thinking you do.
1: We will, uh, okay, just everyone died and then it's recorded. Just like the whole world died. And then just, uh, World War Three just started. <gasps> <gasps> no. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah. Wayward Soul said eighth grade when Selena was killed was bananas. Bananas. Um, did you ever see the Selena movie? No, I did not. No. Philip Allen McCracken said, Brett, here's rear-ended. The both of you get out of their cars. Other guy, Heath Ledger died. Brett. Heath Ledger died. Yep. No one was found at fault.
1: Basically, well, there's no damage to the car either. Also, by the Whose way Whose
2: insurance c- paid whom?
1: There was no we just we just went there was no damage to the car, uh. so we just we called it even. I'm getting uh semi eviscerated in the chat. They, oh they, really? They agree they agree with you, not yeah. with me. That's that's fine. To each their own.
4: <laughs>
2: ben De Jesus. De
1: Jesus. De Jesus, de
2: Jesus said deaths I actually Shedded a tear for Michael Jackson Robin Williams and DMX See,
1: And I think the DMX one's really interesting because we have since lost the celeb- the the veil of what celebrity actually means right so there are still celebrities that mean a lot to a lot of people and even though you also have to remember that We just because we know that celebrities are awful doesn't mean that everyone does. And I don't fault them for not knowing that she's raised these people have kids. They got families. They got stuff going on. They they love Oprah Winfrey. Look,
2: just just not knowing that they might be a bad person isn't what I'm talking about. It's like having a parasocial connection to them that isn't warranted even if you assume that they're a living saint. (laughs) Like that's, that's not normal. Matt
1: Uh, also says, this is my new favorite says bread is basically Hitler. Oh, that
2: is, I, I wasn't aware of that. This. Is, that is me. I'm devastated. Basically, yes. <laughs> Matt said, "Remember when Trump wanted TikTok banned? Too bad.
1: That's coming back now too. That there's a lot more discussion. It's banned in India now, right? And I don't uh, know. I, I believe it's banned in India, and there's been a lot more discussion lately about how we need to, you know, get rid of TikTok. But
2: that's that's more about like India's relationship with China than anything. Yeah." Yesh said i nominate brett for employee of the year <laughs> well
1: that's very nice thank you very that, that that makes up for the fact that the chat uh me i uh, i take They're, the l today yeah. i take the l today oh we got one more there
2: oh i didn't i didn't see it, uh, it just
1: came up uh from bobcat
2: he said mr bocus has had a bigger impact on societal good than any actor That is probably... So true. Absolutely
1: true. My phone would agree with you considering my phone is pretty much all pictures of Bogus.
2: Verifiable fact. Um, Let's move on and talk about uh, something scary. Pokimane, the Twitch streamer, is trying to put internet trolls in jail. Jail? Yeah. Uh, If you've ever called Pokimane mid, if you've ever criticized her for any reason, you could be... Put in jail very soon uh on, on her new legislative plan that she's going to present i yeah. assume to you know legislators in congress maybe she can
1: hire milo as like, yeah. a political yeah as, like, like it's
2: this is a whole like she apparently has a uh written out like 10 point plan for you know how to legally punish people for derogatory things that they say about her on the internet because it's just it's gone too far
1: the first thing you should always be wary about (laughs) be wary about anyone that sets out to punish anyone vaguely Like, be very wary of someone who's like, I've got a plan to punish people.
2: (laughs) Like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of weird to say it out loud as well.
1: You should think twice. Like, if you've got a friend who's like, i got a way I want to punish people, you should maybe ask questions.
2: Well, it's funny because Twitch streamers ordinarily use the apparatus of uh, using Twitch employees to do their bidding rather than going to the extent of the law. Let's just watch this video from what Pokimane said on her stream the other day. Okay.
1: Shall we make sure the volume's good? We're good.
4: I would like to facilitate the creation of legislation. She's like, that's
1: the word, right? Legislation.
4: That holds people accountable for the actions that they do online.
1: What actions do you do online?
4: I,
2: I, I would love her to elaborate on this.
4: I don't know if I should get into the details because it might rattle some folks. But yeah. She's been texting with AOC. But yes. I think there are some companies that I'm going to message, or not companies, organizations. Oh, yeah.
1: You don't want to. C- capitalism bad. Go, not, for, not go to
2: companies, the NGOs. But yeah, NGOs. the ADL maybe.
4: Involved? Yep. Involved with certain causes. And I'll be like, listen, if you ever need someone to. I'm your girl. Because I think if you want to pass a bill, you like you usually go in front of a group of politicians She's and you so explain dumb. your oh God. I'll do it.
2: She'll do it. Like you literally don't know how this works, do you?
1: Do you remember um there was the video game like uh <laughs> who who was it, chat? Who was it that went in front of like the UN or like or or the ADL or whoever was it Sarkeesian or was it Zoe Quinn? That went in front of the the government to talk about bullying and video games. Uh, I'm getting strong vibes. Like Gamergate is back, guys. Yeah, they never let it go. It's you just it never goes away. It will, I will live. It will be omnipresent. Forever. I will
2: always stand by. That uh, tweet from was it Tyler the Creator? Yeah, that was like he's like what? What based. is cyberbullying? Just close your close. close your laptop. Just walk away from the screen. Turn even, off your computer. Look, it's not that hard. And like, I even
1: take a little bit more of a middle stance on that because, like, look, if you're in school and you're surrounded by the same people every day, you can absolutely, like... Okay, can be it's a lot
2: different As for an adult, children than exactly. a fully grown adult woman... I, grow up. ...who is a, <laughs> a media personality that makes millions of dollars per month I off know. of just, like, sitting there, mostly in silence, getting donos. Like, uh, I, I just... I don't sympathize with you when... I mean, they say, like, you know, they get bombarded on their streams with hate viewers and trolls in, in their chats and whatever. But, like, that is just par for the course if you are a public figure on the internet. And more or less, like, that's the drawback to your line of work. Yeah. I mean, it's like She's you have to accept She's very fortunate it. to have her line of work, actually. It's, it's
1: funny, too, because, like, one of the hardest things about doing this job for me is I don't, like public speaking I don't like sub- I don't like putting my opinions before an audience to be judged as we just found out as as I just uh took the L on the last topic and and people have uh, obviously here very respectfully, people are, for the most part, I'm assuming in the chat, being respectful. And they're, they disagree with me, but they're not trying to be um, disrespectful. Yeah. But it's like, that doesn't mean I like doing it. That doesn't mean like, I, I have strong opinions, but I don't feel strongly enough about most of myself, uh, about myself to feel like I have anything special to say. But I love my job. I want to share my opinions with people, but at the same time, I don't. It's a very weird dynamic. But that does not mean you have a right to tell other people that they don't yeah. have a right to their opinions. You chose this line of work. I chose this line of work. So if people are going to leave comments for me that say negative things, that's part of the job.
2: Even we have a situation that is unique from Pokimanes because what she does on stream is she interacts with the chat and like from my understanding, like stream's playing video games and she doesn't have to say her opinions on serious issues most of the time so she's not opened up to any real scrutiny except if it's about her appearance and And obviously that's like completely superficial and easy to ignore really like you don't have to feed into it by showing them that it upsets you i think that's the main thing If it upsets you, that's like, that's one thing. But if you respond to it by saying that you want to legislate to get them in legal trouble. Just for like calling you a three out of ten. Or like saying that you don't look good without makeup on. Or, you know, commenting on how your body looks or whatever. Like, that is absolutely insane. And I think proof that. A lot of women on the internet are very fascistic, very authoritarian,
1: very Inward. authoritarian,
2: yeah, yeah. and would like to, you know, have just absolute authority on who gets to speak. And of course, it never is applied to them. I mean, we kind and- of
1: learned this through COVID, right? How many people love the idea of controlling other people?
2: Yeah, like especially women. L- like,
1: love. Like, because, say, like,
2: we've, like, misplaced our, our role for maternal. overbearing mothers. Yes. But... Um, <laughs> they're, they're,
1: they're not... They're, there are no helicopter moms anymore. There's just helicopter hoes on the internet being mean to everyone. Well,
2: they're, they're Karens. Like, one person said, what? this video is literally an audition to be an internet Karen. Yep. And that's... I mean, yeah, you literally want to speak to the manager or be the manager. You want to instrumentalize all of the internet hall monitors more than you already have mm-hmm. imagine being on the mod team for Pokemane's twitch channel like i think that is proof that there are like some very mentally unwell people yeah. on the internet who want to silence speech that is it, not even illegal, not even threatening, but just kind of rude.
1: Well, that's why we, we've gotten to this point, right? Where, where, whenever somebody says hate speech, say, okay, how do you define that? Speech you hate, speech you don't like, speech that's mean... That's the whole point. Officer,
2: how could it be hate speech if I loved saying it? The whole
1: point of (laughs) this is like, uh, is that you have to put up with this. Like, it's one of the things that I laugh because the, the YA world has gotten really, really bad about like, nobody can, like, everyone's awful to each other. And most people in the comic industry or in these industries, they don't know how to take criticism right? And it's a lot harder now because back in the day, people wrote your publisher letters and criticized your work, right? Now you're subjected to that criticism all the time. If you choose this work, that's your cross to bear.
2: I think that this is incredibly ironic coming from a Twitch streamer because yeah. as we know, some of the most popular like homepage mainstream content on Twitch mm. is overtly sexual content Yeah, that under 18 users are able to click on and watch instantly unsupervised and that is perfectly allowed people have been calling for twitch staff to intervene in this problem for so long and there's been so little action taken like there are literally twitch thoughts licking microphones shaped like ears (laughs) (laughs) So to, <laughs> as like sexual ASMR, Guys, and that's just mainstream content on Twitch. But you're telling me people can't call you mid in your live chat? Like, just like shut up. Yep, that was. I'm it. sorry. Like that's uh, that's. Internet Gestapo. Yep. Like you, you. Someone said, "Women get called mid online and want to create an internet Gestapo where, like, you're snitching on other people on the internet. I if love the they say something a take that's not allowed.
1: That you're may, maybe this is like a this is like is this a problem that's unique to women because men women are so used not uh, are now so used to being lavished with praise constantly and they're constantly told they're beautiful. They're given compliments online endlessly, uh, where like now not only do they get to control that but they get to control when and how so now like i was watching a bunch of i i got i went down the rabbit hole of polite cat calling this weekend it's like my new favorite thing mm-hmm. um it's like damn girl you look like you you have your wi-fi password memorized and it's <laughs> it's just you say really nice things to girl with the girls with them a, and a girl does it to guys like with the with the megaphone but it's like women get to control like get so much attention that now they not just get to get get so much attention they get to control what attention they get when they get it and anything less is a crime.
2: It's the attention economy. Yes. The women who are getting 80% of the attention want to control yes the you know 20% that are giving it to them. Does that translate? Yeah. I mean it it's they Way want the whole 80%. Way overreaching yeah. for someone who gets most of their income based on their appearance, okay? Like, not e- like, I don't think strippers get this level of control over the attention that they well, receive in strip clubs. But also,
1: like, strippers and people who work in porn accept that they're going to get... Three, <gasps> two,
2: it's kind of creepy. Thank you, guys.
1: That will go up until New Year's, guys. Uh, like they 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 understand that by working that profession they're going to get that kind of negative attention so they just sure. accept it right these they want the middle ground they want to be uh, adult entertainment adjacent or at least they want to sexually appeal or use this uh, the sexual marketplace as a tool to make money without any of the attention that runs contrary to anything but positive and that's a weirdly utopian view of the world that doesn't actually deal in, in human behavior because that's not how the world works but it, it, is, it is hilarious to me because you just can't imagine I can't imagine a world where I get to control everything that comes into me uh, that comes into my life and what I can control, I take responsibility for, right? Like, I don't read the comments. I don't read, like, I, I interact with people who send me messages, good and bad, like, as, as much as I can. But it's like, I don't expect people to have nothing but positive things to say about me. And that, nor does that invalidate anything that somebody says negative. If somebody leaves us a comment and says, this show sucks. Does that mean that person doesn't have a right to their opinion? No. They have, absolutely have their right to that opinion. If somebody says, Brett, like I, I remember my, my favorite comment was like, it was like uh, made fun of my glasses being crooked and how I can't read. And I'm like, okay, like am I supposed to be like, I can, I can, you know, hurt the ego a little bit, but is it going to ruin my day to the point where I'm going to tell that dude that he needs to have his speech legislated by some corrupt government official and weird? Like, I guess it would be the FBI. Someone said that? I, I
2: need to check my social credit score. This, this is what I think Twitch, like female tr- Twitch streamers, would implement if given the chance. That's yeah. why they should be nowhere near a legislative body of any kind. They would literally throw people in jail for s- calling them mid or like yeah. insulting their looks because I think what they're not willing to admit is that so, a lot of their income is based on their looks. Yeah. And, and that's about- that's fine, like that's that's the name of the game of like being a TV show host or yep. and being an actress, being a model, being a Twitch streamer is not super different and you can't tell me that you know when amaranth wears skimpy outfits on twitch and and gets up and walks around through this through the room she's in to show the full view of her body that it is not the focal point of the string yeah and think, and, and they also like uh, a lot of the reason that her recent like scandal with her i guess now ex-husband are got so now? much attention yeah. right yeah like that's that's how that's how the attention economy works, maybe, like it or not.
1: Maybe to me, part of it is also like there's a perspective issue here. For me, I love this work despite the the, the drawbacks of not being the most like uh, social person or or not liking the idea of always having my opinions judged. I love the work, and I feel blessed to do the job. And I think I, I try to make it a point regularly. To let the chat know and the people watching, like, look, I'm honored that you take time out of your day, good or bad, to watch these videos, leave comments on these videos. If you subscribe to the channel, I feel honored that you take the time to give us a part of your day and, and listen to us. I don't know if there's any level of gratitude there. But I think there's a lot taken for granted.
2: There's a lot of contempt coming from creators to their own yeah, audience. I don't like that. I don't. And like- it's it's spanning across social media influencers. All the way to the showrunners for TV shows that hate the fan base. Yeah. It's like this, it's it's a contagion that's just everywhere at this point. And I don't know where it came from. Uh, maybe it's just a sense of entitlement that you deserve the position of influence you've gotten for some reason. I think
1: part of it is that there's no like it's too big to fail. Like all these companies are too big to fail now, right? Like is we, Pokemon we are, too we're, big to fail? Well, with well, them, them it's a, that's even worse, right? Like when a when a mo- when a mainstream celebrity hates the audience, I think it's abhorrent and I think it's stupid. But it like I get that there's like a div- like there's a certain amount of uh, disconnection from the average person there. But somebody who makes their money on like 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 a show like this we our job is to entertain people and people super chat our job is to entertain people hopefully they watch and there's ad revenue right your we are a lot closer to the audience than somebody who just gets their check from netflix right Mm -hmm. and and connects that way i feel like we talk to the audience on a daily basis like for them it's very disconnected from it so i think they're stupid and i think that they're self-centered but it makes more sense for a mainstream celebrity to be stupid and self-centered and sep- in, uh, and in contempt of their audience. It doesn't make sense for somebody who has such a close relationship with their with the people that they interact with, right. with their fans, to well, be so to have so much contempt for the people that watch them.
2: For Pokimane, she has like this army of moderators in her chat who I presume are just silencing any dissent to any of her opinions yeah. or. Any criticism of her looks, any any aspect of her personality, superficial or not, like you're not allowed to speak ill of this person. And she doesn't want it to just be in her own chat. That's the problem. Like your chat. It's it's your rules, I suppose. But she wants to legislate anything you say about her on any corner of the Internet. And it's just not only impossible to enforce, but if you try, then you end up getting more people hating you than you otherwise would have. You're drawing more attention to yourself and you're also letting them win. That's, that's what trolling is, essentially. If you let them know that it bothers you... Yeah. That's letting them win, and that's exactly what she's doing. That's I would love I never, to that's know. That's why I
1: never respond. When people say negative things about me, I like in the chat, it's different. Like we're, someone it, we're doing said, a show like right now. But if like if somebody leaves a message for me, like a, a really nasty message or comment on social media, I just don't respond. You're giving them what they want.
2: Someone in the chat said um someone said that Pokemane was aging, and that's why she said that. I, I think that might be true because I saw this tweet from uh, Jet Neptune that said I tweeted your aging at Pokemane," and days later she's saying she would have laws that criminalize trolling <laughs> um I mean
1: she could be saying that about any comment I'm sure she gets comments every day he that seems are, to think
2: that it, it yeah. was his comment that triggered this reaction so I don't know but yeah like I, I think that just means that you need to get your you need to, like, form meaning and identity around something other than, like, how you're perceived online. It's Some big, people were saying that this is, like, why the internet was a mistake. Other people are saying that allowing women was on, uh, on the internet was <laughs> a mistake. But, like, maybe it just needs to be, like, gender segregated if it were to work at all. And that's impossible to do. I don't think
1: that any human being was designed no. to get as much attention as you are now able to get online. And I don't think it's healthy in most respects. I, I don't.
2: If you think about how um, intoxicating male attention is to females, it is actually a miracle that all of them are not going the route of Pokemon. I, yeah. like, yeah. that is uh, did you see the, quite, like, a wonder.
1: Did you see the <laughs> Melanie Mack thing about her, like, she's got a Yeah, like, that she she tweeted crazy. about this situation
2: where a guy drove 15 hours to Ooh. her location thinking that she was his future wife and he made videos about that. Dude,
1: I do not envy being uh, an attractive. <laughs>
2: woman on the internet. It's pretty scary. Yeah. Oh um, but I, I, I don't think that giving more attention to it is the right way to go. Like I, I just don't think it's a smart decision. Well,
1: hopefully she stays safe, but that is uh, that is a scary situation. Like, Whether it's uh-
2: somebody who is actually a physical danger to you or somebody who is just trying to make fun of you on the internet in a harmless way. Mm. Don't, put a spotlight on it that's a bad idea this is like internet culture 101 i don't know why someone who's been on the internet as long as pokimane has would be uninitiated but
1: uh i mean also a part of it common sense the the if she she, it's also just smart business sense like like if you really think about it any bat any news like for her any news like this is still good publicity for her. we're talking about it yeah we have fallen into the trap and i fully admit that so (laughs) it is what it is we got a couple super chats there
2: yes Biddy beastly said i surprised myself when i shed a tear for chester bennington when i didn't for robin williams that was a
1: big one okay here's another one here's another reason why i think that this is relevant look when when um uh jason david frank died right the the green ranger john david frank or jason david frank uh i was shocked like given how much that the green ranger and the his transition into the white ranger and poke uh in pokemon in power rangers meant to me as a child." Power Rangers is still a huge thing all over the world and I was astounded by just how many people were affected by his death the same with the with Twitch the the DJ who died like a lot of people cared mm-hmm. about these people so l- look I understand that we we worry about like self uh, about becoming overly identified with celebrities but I'm also I have compassion and understand that especially with music and art Oprah I don't get I don't get yeah. it okay but if it's an actor from a movie you like who made movies you loved that played a part in your life if it's a musician music has a huge connection with people emotionally so losing someone that helped you that helped create something that emotionally resonated with you is it left is it a little bit um concerning yes but we live in a culture where we are influenced by these people so i don't think it's out of the norm too far to be affected by someone who created music you love if you look at somebody like a chester bennington uh it wasn't my genre but if you grew up loving lincoln park and suddenly the lead singer of lincoln park dies or you grew up listening to michael jackson and suddenly this artist who sang to you when you were happy or sad or going through breakups that is a parasocial relationship, but it doesn't mean it's invalid. I
2: guess mm. so I, there's a the difference between having a connection to music and the person who made it.
1: So, but, but the thing, the idea here is that they won't make that music anymore. You won't be able to hear new songs from this person. You won't like that's
2: sad. But are you going to like start writhing on the floor and hyperventilating and having a heart like, attack? About and a it? lot
1: of those reactions were ridiculous. That's performative. But, yes, uh, that from having a camera. I,
2: I'm willing to point that out. Um, Rolando A. Ramirez said Pokey was talking about revenge corn and nudes from past relationship just to clarify it's still stupid I that's not what she said in the video though like she was not that clear so if she said that later in the stream I didn't know but also
1: it's I mean it's still like that's not that's nothing to do with uh, uh how is that have to do with like regulating trolls online
2: that stuff like, is already illegal yeah what, the revenge corn or whatever, like that's already a crime. You don't need to legislate further on it. You just need to make a police report, right? Mark Rice, Rice said, "Better public speaker than Obama." No cap, for real, for real. Uh, I don't know who you're talking. Are you talking about Pokemon?
1: Uh, it might have been talking about. Certainly wasn't talking really? about me.
2: <laughs> Those meaningful pauses. <laughs> it is Brock- like shocking to me how Brock-a-ball. much of the street the streams on Twitch are. Just, like, Long. silence. like And for, like, half of it, it's, like, eight-hour streams where half of it is just, just sitting there.
1: Like, that's that like takes a certain understand. level of comfort to be able to just sit there. Like, me and you can sit up here and work in dead silence. I don't know if streaming in dead silence would work for me. Feels awkward. Like, if anything, like, I speak too much because I want to fill the awkward pauses.
2: Matt said, problem, trolls in chat, solution, hire more mods. There you go. Well, she doesn't just want to... Get rid it's of the trolls too. in chat, but she wants to get rid of the trolls on Twitter who are talking about her without her there to control it. Yeah. Johnny Beck sent us a thumbs up. Thank, Thank you, Thank Johnny. You. Mark Rice said, Mary, you're dictator of the US. What are you doing and who are you punishing? I was just thinking about this this morning, so who actually. Would you, who would you punish? Um Mary um, Guevara. Who maybe would you maybe I'm not allowed to say things like this on on youtube okay
1: well i don't want to know i don't know if i'm comfortable with that. i'll just
2: say like balenciaga like ah there are there are solutions to certain problems can't say that
1: can't say that
2: yeah i yeah. can't say things on youtube <laughs> um matt's sbox emporium said tim's on vacation Crowded crowds gone. So once again, I'm back in the peanut gallery. It is what it is. Well, thank you for
1: coming back. That is all. Um, we are we are very happy to have you back. And I'm like I said, uh I'm happy to yeah, they they know what you're talking about in the chat. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. That's uh I, I couldn't have taken more days off. I I would have gone stir crazy. Um I just Part of it is like, do you ever feel like like almost trapped in a way like it's work to prepare the show you got to do all you got to get the show ready do the show uh I have to edit when we're done uh put everything up make sure everything's done like we had a couple weeks ago where i had thumbnails on the wrong day and stuff like that there's a lot of stuff that goes into it and it's like i both want the work because i can't stand not having stuff to do but at the same time i'm i get anxiety from having to do the work so it's like you're kind of caught between like a a very good rock and a hard place. Where I love my job, but it's like it's also like a lot of pressure. You thrive
2: you under pressure, Brett. I, I don't
1: though. I don't <laughs> like uh, as as perv- uh, as seen by my like uh, messing up thumbnails and spelling errors.
2: <laughs> oh well, that's just the, me distracting you or Dane distracting
1: you. <laughs> it's what we do best here.
2: Yeah. Um. Oh, another idea for when I'm dictator: uh, abolish the public school system. Get rid of it.
1: So, what would your what would your solution be?
2: The solution? Yeah. It would just be all privatized. Uh,
1: well, hey. Or homeschools. Ne- never gonna. Yeah, you're never gonna hear me argue against that free market. You go.
2: <laughs> or if I'm the dictator, then the public schools will just teach whatever I want them to teach. Which, which would be which would be what? Not math. Which would be no. It wouldn't. It would be math. What, what, lo- what level What
1: level math would they be? Math. Okay.
2: Don't worry about that. It's just get the social studies out of there, and uh, yeah, all of the revised histories. Bring, get that. Get those out of there, and
1: bring back civics so people have a strong. Bring back home
2: ec, maybe yep. you know. Get get those religious studies in there Catholicism I bring back all the way no not catholicism maybe that's not true to american history but christianity at the very least
1: i think at the very least bring back civics so people like that that was a very smart thing for them to do is to get rid of civics so people have so that you have pokey saying how do you get like what do you do to get like you got to go in front of politicians you like and, go uh, <laughs> in front of
2: like people and present right yeah that's like moving what picture. you do Um, To pass a a law.
1: Shannon says how to return shopping carts. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. There would be
2: no such classes.
1: No such class. In fact, shopping carts would be banned. Baskets only. The
2: little (laughs) shopping basket. Right. Yeah. Bobby, I'm not reading that. Sorry. Uh, Uh, Carnell said, Brett and Mary, looking back on this year, even though much of it has been memory hold, would you mind sharing your top three most memorable moments of PCC? Inquiring minds want to know. Can you come up with three? I I mean, obviously the 200th episode was one crazy day. And then the subsequent bleaching of Brett's hair that was really fun a fun time all around um
1: i think just when you when you join the show and getting the show off the that, ground yeah. from there and launching live i think going live was going the, the first
2: day yeah. we, we did a live show was really fun lydia
1: was here to make sure that i didn't screw everything up too badly
2: <laughs> yeah like that was fun um and just like you know my first week here yeah. was also really fun it's been uh like this is but I was, like, also like so many so many months have blended together that i i don't i'm not good at remembering specifics oh yeah i
1: mean half the time when we're done with the show for the day I'm i don't like, even
2: remember what we talked about people
1: will send me a message about one of the topics and i'm like holy crap did we talk what? about that today?
2: <laughs> like it's like like I, A-Con I was, said
1: what <laughs> i was trying to explain yeah i was trying to explain to someone i was like look the idea that I like me who is objectively not that smart and is kind of a dummy to have like five nuanced takes on five separate things every day while not sounding like a complete buffoon and trying to not, you know, and try to get the show done in a, in a reasonable format. That's actually like a pretty good amount to ask. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good challenge every day. So
2: not a lot of people do that. Talk this much. Potatoes for Seamus said, Brett, you are my co-pilot, Mary, stabbing a potato on stream while grinning at the camera. Oh, the horror! So many bad nightmares. <laughs> Don't scream in the attic. Yeah, that is was, that what your nightmare was? That was what the, wow. I think that's what he was
1: talking about with the with the nightmare. Was. I can
2: recreate it uh, on the show. Yeah, we can flicker the lights if, if we get like a certain number of crisis parties or something. We can work we can on flicker that. the we'll lights, on. make it a whole experience. All replay right. your horrors.
1: All right, we are moving on. Guys, I got a couple of things at the end here. There's like, we're going to drive by most of these. Everyone remembers what was happening with The Witcher. Well, The Witcher blood origin has united the internet. Everybody hates it. Literally everyone hates it. The critics (laughs) hate it. The fans hate it. Uh, Your mom hates it. Your dad hates it. Your brother hates it. Your dog hates it. Everyone hates it.
2: I just want to say, like... Starting a prequel series while the original series is still going it's, is insane behavior, so like Hollywood worrying now. mentally ill behavior. just just stop. But that's not even necessarily true. I mean, they they
1: launched two spin-offs of The Walking Dead while The Walking Dead was still on.
2: I mean everyone agreed that Walking Dead should have ended way sooner way, way than it did. So, so I don't even know if it's over yet. So no. I, I, I stopped paying attention. So
1: guys, this is this is what I want to point out. Somebody pointed this out to me. This is what I want to talk about. When I say that the media like you think propaganda if you think propaganda is limited only to Twitter like to, to celebrities and Twitter and people talking about politics, oh no, 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 no. See, culture war is a thing for a reason, and they influence culture by influencing your opinions on things that you think are trivial, like The Witcher or or netflix things like this so this was uh an article from c uh we get this uh so this is from screen rant so screen rant says the witcher blood or uh blood origin review bombed by henry cavill and novel fans why do i say that this is propaganda because if you go now to cbr The Witcher, Blood Origin, is getting review bombed by Novel and Henry Cavill fans. They just switched the order around because these aren't actual people with opinions. It's They're,
2: a hive mind media apparatus yes it's
1: a, uh, both of these companies uh both Screenrant and CBR are owned by a company called Valnet which also owns like movie uh, uh, movie web all of the talking head websites that publish look it was a smart and it's thing owned to do. by
2: what what did you say some saudi prince uh, it's like it's like, a, it's like a billionaire dude i think like, if i
1: remember correctly but like the media
2: is not real folks no
1: it is not in, in the point here is like, is this when when you read these articles, my, my question was like, oh, look, journalists support journalists. Like, oh my god, look at the look at the toxic inselves They support each other. Fine, you you those are your homies. You support each other. The fans and the people who love, uh, whether it's source material or people who just want. Uh, celebrities to start treating the people that paid their bills with like a, a modicum of respect. They support other people that support these franchises that were amazing before Hollywood got a, a hold of them, right? They support each other. Who the hell supports CBR and Screen Rant? Like, who are the normies? Like, they have to like normies, why, right? Those are like, like
2: examples of why I feel like we live in a simulation is that media outlets like this exist well
1: it was was very smart one day these companies decided to buy up these rat. i I want to call them right so they weren't always like that a lot of these uh websites did fairly good work back in the day but the idea here is like look why wouldn't you just buy it up and create a propaganda arm for your media empire Mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense especially if you have the capital to do that
2: so uh and then blood origins creators have an interest in influencing the media to yeah. make the, the narrative that they got review bombed, which is always the narrative when reviews don't do well. Yep. It's, uh, it's that uh, it's go-to
1: it's the go-to excuse.
2: Yeah. Or, or the audience, it, they blame the audience because they don't like this diverse casting. But I I even saw in one of the reviews, they said that it seems like some corporate department for you know, DEI Yeah Appeared to have set quotas For the characters To ensure that the cast is Politically correct Following, you know The trends this Making is, sure that they're this Quote, bland hodgepodge Of yeah. identityless nothing Which nobody can be offended by
1: And I do believe that this is Like, the reason we see so much of it now You see less of this In other genres, okay? This is about uh, Fantasy, sci-fi, And this realm, which is considered particularly important to culture war, right? Whether it's Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery, whether it's The Witcher, whether it's what they did to the Rings of Power, there is a certain focus on quotas and a weird amount of um, quota, like quota matching for these genres. But if you watch uh, The Terminalist, it you don't feel that way when you watch it. It looks cast like a movie would have been cast ten years ago. It's really funny. I've been re- what was I re-watching recently? There are so many shows that were like I realize that the reason that people love the Fast and the Furious movies, aside from all that, it's a naturally diverse cast. Naturally, it uh, there's you don't look at Tyrese and Ludacris and Paul Walker and Vin Diesel and all of these people and think somebody picked these people out of a chart. And said, we need to put this on the screen.
2: So it can be because done. These days are people who are completely unremarkable get chosen just for yes. their traits. Whereas- for their immutable traits. And in the past it it just wasn't that self aware, that like fatal self awareness yeah. of uh reaching these these quotas and
1: there's so much that like i would um i
2: don't even believe it in the original witcher series which i'm still like working through the first season of that i'm most of the way through like that just simply because it's so heavily based on like i guess medieval or close to renaissance period europe um the fact that they made it just as diverse as like any random shopping mall that you go to it's anti-reality. In, on the East Coast. Like th- that just doesn't feel very real. It doesn't feel organic or immersive to me.
1: And that's like they And lose. I'm not
2: racist for saying so. No. Like I I'm sorry. Like that I'm tired of of the narrative that just pointing out or noticing Yep. that they're doing this is the real crime like it's it's them who are forcing it on everybody else yep and and again like i still think it's insane to start a prequel series for a series that's ongoing Netflix. and and then while you're replacing the the protagonist actor yeah like, yeah, well, it, what, is, it, what they, is they were always going? What lose. is the through line? They were always what?
1: going to lose uh, when this. like maybe. the How idea How is this here is
2: recognizable like, yeah. as the original project anymore?
1: Netflix promotes the Witcher blood origin by virtue signaling featuring the first kiss between two men in the show and a deaf character using sign language. Look, you could make the art. The funny thing is, is the character of Echo in, uh, in Hawkeye actually worked. But even then, they still virtue signaled about it, right? Like they, because it was like uh, I made the joke. I was like, "Look, she's both deaf and uh, she was missing, like, missing a leg." I'm like, "If you're telling me that this wasn't planned, right. You're lying. You're lying." I'm look, and the funny thing is, it worked. If they had never drawn attention to it, it would have been great. And then, like somebody like me would have come along and been like, "Look at this! They didn't—they didn't virtue signal. They just did this. Uh, is it still clearly cut from the boardroom? Sure. Did Alqua Cox do the best job ever? No, not really. But did she deserve her own spinoff? No, no, she did not. Like that does not make any sense.
2: What always happens with uh, projects like this is that the critic score is way <laughs> higher than the audience score. Not but in even this in one. this case. 35 percent from the critics yeah that's uh, well,
1: horrible and it's gone i think it's gone up a little and, bit since and nine then. with
2: the audience yeah it's
1: 10 now in 10 30, with the audience uh it's 30 oh no it went down from critics like, it's 33 from the critics it. and 10 percent from the audience let's refresh and see what it says now yeah 33 percent from the critics. I was like this is very clearly something that we can all get behind everybody hates this and nobody wants to watch it
2: and even Look, even if the diversity, equity, inclusion stuff wasn't part of the criticism, it's still a shit show. Yep. Like every everyone who watches it is saying it's it's completely, you know, lazy. Like yeah. it's a it's it's written lazily by people who are riding on the coattails of the source material and the fan base they believe is built in. Also, but then they're alienating that fan base.
1: I also laugh because then you see a show like uh, Wednesday, which everyone lo- seems to love, starring Jenna I'm worried or-
2: that they're going to ruin that.
1: Oh, well, they, they're already saying they're like, they got to give her a gay, she's got to be gay. Because everybody, like, you just, it's like, the, the, remember how Tim always says politics only flows one direction? Culture only flows one direction, gay. <laughs> like eventually you will like, that's a, uh, who's it? Ralphie may as the skit where he's like, he's like, why do they take everything and make it gay? Like, that's like, that's what they're doing. Like, that's like, you can't have, you can't have her in a stable heterosexual relationship because you're not pushing back on societal norms and heteronormity, heteronormativity. Is that the word?
2: Heteronormativity. Yeah. Is it, uh, I is
1: think it? heteronormative. So I guess it would be heteronormity, but Whatever. The point is here is that like they get their hands in it. And this is also what's funny about this is like for shows like this, especially they confuse the extremely loud and vocal supporters that just happen to be part of that community with mainstream appeal. Wednesday has mainstream appeal. Like 90% of what I see from Wednesday is the dance. Right. Everyone, like, there are literally thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people who've made their own edits of it. There's an amazing the viral one.
2: scene, and people are making TikToks imitating it. Exactly. To this song by Lady Gaga yep. called Bloody Mary. And now that song has become one of Lady Gaga's number one songs just because of the TikTok trend.
1: There's also this amazing one that I saw the other day where they take the Bully Maguire. Um, and they took take all of Toby Maguire from Spider-Man 3 dancing and mm-hmm. they've inserted it in there so he's dancing with her that's it's funny. freaking incredible like,
2: like that's if stuff you, have you, can't a meme fake that. you can meme potential and like viral potential that's what makes a show yeah and you can't fake that
1: like right. they're not pl- like they're not even trying to be to be like to appeal culturally, they're just trying to appear to match quotas and feel like that's going to carry them through. That it has to be about tax, like somebody mentioned it, it was like it has to be about tax breaks. Whether this is about uh, if we're talking about um, ESG scores again, I don't know. I just know that it starts in the hr departments right and it starts in the hr departments and your casting departments and the second that those got infiltrated and it's funny too because if i remember correctly casting departments are mostly female if i remember correctly like uh, i i, I, I remember know. reading that statistic somewhere and it's funny cuz like back in the day casting is something like i would love i would love that job like you know how often i like to point out when celebrities look alike mm-hmm. like i would love to be hired specifically just to cast brothers and sisters on tv shows like that would be like a freaking sweet job to, to be able to be like, who is somebody who looks like this person? And then you go yeah. and scour and then you have to like, oh, do they have the acting pre- pedigree? Do they have the talent? You know, what is their resume that says that they could take on this role? Uh, and then you have to weigh that with, do they have the resume that says that they could do this role? And how much do they look like that person? Think about how amazing that would be as a job only to have it cheapened by, check this box, check this box, check this box. Are they gay yet? Yes, they gay. I even felt like they- the
2: original... Witcher series is kind of guilty of that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, a little bit,
1: yeah. I mean, the the but the thing is like it's now- It's not
2: something that goes unnoticed, People
1: all. People are so desensitized to it yeah. now. Like when they do it just a little bit, they're like, oh, it wasn't too bad.
2: Yeah, like, at least like, I wasn't beaten over the head with it yeah. too much. And for the most part, I
1: don't complain too much about that. Like as long as they don't talk about it, right? As long as I don't have to hear, as long as nobody in Middle Earth is saying the word diversity, equity, and inclusion, I'm usually the- rose colored glasses person uh, uh of the group that can get by most of it. Even the second you start these... with the buzzwords, we're going to we're yeah. going to have words.
2: Some of these shows and movies also are making the big mistake of like showing internet literacy. Like there's yes. a, there's a stifling amount of internet literacy in writers rooms right now and yep. if I mean obviously if you're internet literate that's something that you can never come back from, like that's irrevocable. But do the courtesy of of hiding that when yeah. you're writing TV shows or movies. Like people talked about that scene in, in glass onion where they're playing among us yeah, and they're referencing the pandemic quite a lot. And like, it's just like, not, not timeless
1: buzzwords. Not are, like, that, that's literally like, I was already on the fence and disliked most of the Batman. Cause I felt like, like, I just like, look, I, people loved it. I didn't like it that much, but the moment she used the white privilege line on a movie, I was already like the whole movie dialogue-wise before that was timeless. Mm-hmm. You did, you couldn't have picked a generation it was written in, and then she says that line. I'm like,
2: yeah. Even okay. If it why was, are they dressed like
1: that then? Why, yeah. if she's using that word, which is very clearly a word from this time period, why are they dressed like that? Why is like, why does it go out of its way to be timeless and then use that word?
2: Yeah. Pointless. Uh, even if it was included if that line was included to show her hypocrisy that still is like use a better word taking yeah it's taking you out of the moment yeah
1: it's uh, yeah people like think that i don't understand the subtext of what she's saying it's not about that it's about the actual word you chose Mm -hmm. yeah so it's
2: just another day another example of being gaslit by the corporate media and hollywood
1: and just remember that if you when you don't like something it's gaslighting Yes. It's, or I'm sorry, when you don't like something, it's review bombing. Right. Always. Right. I mean,
2: even if they're getting artificially review bombed, is that, like, does that, is that mutually exclusive with the show being bad? Not, not. Like, you could not. be getting review bombed because people are angry at how badly you made this show.
1: Exactly. All right. We're moving on, guys. We got, we so I got some fun ones for the end here. You're going to love this. I, I'm <laughs> not sure if anybody, we're getting to this late because we had the time off, but Ezra Miller. So they've gotten rid of Henry Cavill. They've gotten rid of uh, Ben Affleck. They've got, we they, we don't know about Gal Gadot. Uh, Aquaman might be going away and becoming Lobo. But you know what they are going to be doing? Ezra Miller.
2: <laughs> Some people said that the DCEU is actually planning like a, a crime syndicate show and they're putting Ezra Miller in it. And he's actually just method acting. I love in it. In real life. <laughs> they just
1: didn't, they didn't even tell him the cameras were on. They're no. just like, can you put yeah. this flash suit on? He's like, sure. Why? Like, could you just do that? Like, so it says Ezra Miller and The Flash gets a multi-million dollar Super Bowl commercial. Look, it makes sense. They have to make their money back on this movie. It's Costume of Origin. This movie was supposed to come out in like 2016. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's 2023. Um, Like, you got to make your money back. It is hilarious, though, that they're spending the money on this. Uh,
2: yeah. I would almost I mean, rather maybe... they spent
1: the money on Shazam.
2: I thought that the the marketing for this movie was... Going to Even though it's par- paradoxical Minimize Ezra Miller's role in it As much as possible And they're and gonna
1: have to do that With the marketing Like somehow Like they're like I
2: don't know how you can do that
1: I love the idea of them Doing like large panels And they just leave Ezra's seat open They don't actually like Fill the panel With that someone else They just leave it Conspicuously open
2: With his name tag Yeah and they still never up.
1: Yeah like they just They just lean he's, into he's it He's
2: running late he's You like, know Well hey that, that could be the get joke it? Like, yeah. Get it because he's Yeah Cause he's get
1: behind schedule He's slow yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so yeah for his good behavior Ezra Miller uh, is getting a multi-million dollar Super Bowl commercial courtesy of Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav hey look Zaslav is a money man like I I praise him for it when he does it right when he cancels things that don't need to be made in this case he still has money that needs to be made but they need to get rid of him rebooting
2: Harry Potter they need so. to get
1: rid of him after this movie and just like for for no other reason, not just on the moral stance, right? Because it's not, like has it been proven in a court of law. Do I know if it's true? Do I believe that all the stuff that they're saying about it is true? Yeah, I do believe that most of it's true. But just on the publicity side, you need to move on. And there's so many actors that could do that role, like so many actors that could, that is not something unique to him. It's, it's funny something too because that
2: had like unforeseeable yeah. consequences. That's all.
1: It's funny too because I watched. Um, I I started rewatching. Royal Pains, I love that show. Royal Pains, it's such it's such bathtub television. It's so like low impact and very very safe. And his episodes are right there in the first part of season one, and he's so young and so normal in that show, or he, he appears so normal in that show, and then you see like what he turned into later, and it's just bonkers.
2: Yeah, so. I I've watched like older interviews of Ezra Miller where he's just. Like, he, he was genuinely, seemingly such a charming and happy, cheerful, professional person, and it's just, like, crazy how fast someone's mental state can deteriorate yep. in, in such a short time, and I, like, despite all of the gross things that he's allegedly done, I do hope that he can recover elliot page. at least that's what he claims he's doing
1: sean bollinger says elliot page is superman see i was the one who jokingly yikes. said elliot i mean that's page. where we're headed i jokingly said elliot page is the flash yikes do it do it like yeah. uh go for the ultimate in woke points and then you can you can wokeify all of it and it'll be fantastic and then when it fails you can complain and we can i say, mean
2: they did also you know transition the gender of her character in Umbrella Academy. So nothing's off the table at this point. Nope.
1: So it's funny too, because like a lot peak of people, of were, masculinity. a lot of people were like, just have, just do Grant Gustin. He played the flash for nine years. Everyone loves Grant Gustin as, as the flash. There Are you
2: saying for the next Uh, projects involving the flash or are you saying that they should literally reshoot
1: they should just well for the like a lot well a lot of people are saying reshoot but obviously me and you know that's not plausible but like a lot like they could do that they could literally just use the flashpoint paradox storyline and have ezra and have ezra miller out and have grant gustin in he's the same he's a little bit older than ezra i think he's like he's maybe like five or six years older than ezra but the point is is he could do that and uh That'd be interesting. I, I love, look, I have a soft spot for, especially those first two seasons of the flash. Uh, the first two seasons of the flash and the first three seasons of arrow. I have strong, like I have a lot of love for, so it would be very cool to bring it back. And then it'd be weird. Cause then he'd be a different Iris West. And he had like Candace Patton played Iris West in his version of it. She's kind of a nutso on Twitter too, from what
2: I remember, um but yeah so i mean you could do that but what i'm hoping to to will happen is that i watched the flash movie and i actually really like it it's gonna be hilarious and i feel weird about the fact that i like it i mean obviously they've had so much time uh, to put in the effort and and pay attention to detail they've had so many years to labor over this film Mm -hmm. it better be good it better be perfect it's Wallace. Uh,
1: oh yeah, remember there was the, there were people saying that it was getting comparisons to Spider Man No Way Home. I was like, yeah, right. Tom Holland, who's literally the most inoffensive human being on planet Earth, next to maybe Timothy Chalamet.
2: I mean, again, we're, kind make- of, we're forgetting that normies exist who yeah. don't know yeah. about Ezra Miller's misdoings. Yes, and yeah. I think that maybe they they would legitimately find it like charming and fun that's a fair point
1: that we need to make we need to point out more options like look, David Zaslav isn't looking at us
2: like a comparison to Spider-Man No Way Home from somebody who doesn't know anything about Ezra Miller's personal life makes sense
1: they're not playing they're they're not showing clips from TMZ before the movie so unfortunately the fact of the matter is is we can not like the idea but that will be based on moral grounds not on business grounds and they're thinking on business grounds. Yeah. David Zaslav I, doesn't have the, doesn't have, just doesn't, can't, he can't afford to operate on moral grounds. We would like him to, but he's out there. he's His job mm. isn't to be a moral person. His job is to make money.
2: Even with all of the DC fans or maybe former fans at this point who are <laughs> expressing frustration about all of the changes that are being made and, um, you know, losing casting decisions that they really liked like they think that they're gonna lose gal gadot yeah. or they're gonna lose henry cavill uh, like even then they're not relating to the normies who just aren't paying attention yeah. like they just they don't know anything about james gunn or peter Safran it's or f- the rock or walter ramada like they don't know any of the stuff that we're talking about and they'll just go and see it no matter what we they'll are go, in a bubble they will consume those products completely unbothered <sighs> by all of the drama that surrounds them
1: we are in our own bubble of sorts and it's good that we have like to we don't be we can't
2: overestimate yeah. the importance of all of the like i mean we pay attention to the plans that yeah. they're talking about yep. most people don't
1: the thing is i've always loved that stuff like like the I spend half my time watching movies on IMDB and looking up information about actors. Like, it's just something that I enjoy. Also, somebody in the lovely Nightmare in the chat says, better than Ezra. Yes, they could play better than Ezra music in the trailer, and that would be fantastic. They could do that. Uh, also, guys, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. reportedly will not appear in Ironheart. Well, thank goodness for that. Uh, he only agreed to return as Iron Man in Secret Wars. He shouldn't be returning at all. He should stay out of it. I Why think. is that? I just you did you did a beautiful send off. Don't ruin it. Stop. R- you sh- they should look. People got mad at me when I said that they shouldn't be bringing back Wolver- uh, Hugh Jackman as
2: Wolverine. Let them be dead. I think that uh, this might actually be because Robert Downey Jr. has no energy left because he's such a militant vegan. <laughs> um, I saw that picture of that him. He, like he's the, just no not able to and... to make it to a set anymore. He's just he's barely hanging on to life. Because he's living off of off of rabbit food.
1: It's uh, I saw a picture of him it's like they, they deliberately chose the one where he's like freshly shaven and his cheeks look more sunken and.
2: Some people were saying some really mean stuff like, "Oh, he looks he looked better when he was on drugs than when he's you know a militant vegan." There was
1: definitely some weird. Like, he doesn't
2: look good though. I remember famous.
1: some like weird tweets about like thirst tweets. They're like Robert Downey Jr. when he was being arraigned was a vibe or something. Like, Mm -hmm. like, it was like him in his, like, in his, like, jail, like, in his jail, uh, clothes. Yeah. Uh, like his,
2: uh... (laughs) Kind of thirsting for Ezra Miller vibes. Yeah,
1: well, like, they love the bad boys and Robert Downey Jr., you know. just
2: the the dysfunctional grown men.
1: Yep. (laughs) So it says, uh, it's been three years since Iron Man sacrificed himself to save the world from Thanos. Uh, not a day has gone by without fans wanting, uh, waiting for a miracle that would pro- prop him back to the into the MCU. Amidst fan theories and speculation, one of the most widely prevalent theories is that Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man will possibly get revived in Avengers: Secret Wars. Look. Don't do it. Just leave him out of there. Don't bring Hugh Jackman back. If they, die, especially if they go off, well, like I'm not even saying you can't bring him back. If the if the death doesn't really resonate, and you want to try again. I still think it's stupid. But especially when it really works and it's the crescendo to ten years of work, it feels like you cheapen the ten years of work you did prior by bringing him back.
2: There's nothing that Marvel will not cheapen. That's <laughs> that's true. I think that's what we've learned, and I think I'm. I'm actually kind of glad that Robert Downey Jr., for whatever reason, um isn't willing to involve himself in Ironheart because that's just like the MCU pointless series apparatus that's just like constantly yeah. churning out new series for Disney Plus that suck. Yep. <laughs> and that, you know, people are actually expected to watch in order to understand the films, which is absurd and also i'm not alone in saying that you know riri williams is not the immensely popular character that she's being astroturfed no
1: no everyone anyone who okay. follows like if, if they follow this world they know that there's like nobody more astroturfed in the world of comics than riri williams i thought
2: um, even america chavez in america was Massively astroturf. Who else? Um, I mean, Miss Marvel. Oh, it's, uh, Cap- yeah. I, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Ma- Captain Marvel
1: was maybe worse than all of them because that one was always like it. Always felt like they're like, but it's got Marvel in the name. We have to make it a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, so, so to me, this is also one of those it's things. Somebody, somebody in the comments said, uh, Mar- uh, "Infinity War, Secret Wars," and then somebody else says, "Secret Gender Wars." Like this is another, the funny thing is it's another field where kind of like you were talking about, like the racial makeup in uh, Blood Origin doesn't feel authentic. It's the same thing when you watch a movie in like 80%, in like 40 to 50% of the military is women Mm -hmm. on battlefields. Is that sexist to say that that's not realistic? No. Is it sexist to say that it breaks immersion? No, I don't think it is. It takes you out of it.
2: Someone said, make Marvel male again. There are
1: shirts for that now. There are shirts that say, make Marvel male again.
2: I mean, that's the thing, though. It was never male. Like, it was never exclusively Natasha male. was a thing. But it Peggy was just not... Peggy Carter was a thing. The, the female characters were not as shoehorned nope. in. And also, like... Even Chloe... B- uh, Lesser-known female characters yeah. weren't astroturfed as massively popular ones when they're not. And the female characters weren't written as incredibly annoying Mary Sue.
1: Jessica Jessica Jones, uh, like Christian Ritter in in the Jessica Jones series, Ming Na Wen and Chloe Bennett in and uh, Agents of Shield, all very very well done. Uh, Even you could say the, like, Peggy Carter. I actually liked the Agent Carter TV show that was only, like, a couple... It was, like, 12 episodes, and they... I think they brought it back later, and I didn't watch that. But the first season I actually watched, it was, like, it weirdly had Chad Michael Murray in it in a role that didn't make any sense. But, like, all of those female characters worked It made sense because you could tell there wasn't an agenda behind their casting. Mm
2: -hmm. And I think that's why a lot of people liked Chadwick Boseman because it was literally just, like, here is... A character that is a A male leader Yeah Non-qualified by anything else Yep Or even the, the Unabridged Leadership
1: uh, like, Matt mentions uh, Wanda Was it like People Wanda loved Wanda Like Wanda was like the, She and she had her own arc Like uh yeah. the, the X-Men did female characters Fantastically in the early X-Men movies Like It can be done Well just, just wait
2: until they Start casting Kardashians In uh <sighs> As, as <laughs> people I mean, from, I'm the, here from for the X-Men it. series when for, they're getting incorporated into the MCU.
1: Given that I am the resident Kim Kardashian stan of this show, you know, I'm here for it. Break the internet, girl. We
2: love that for we, her.
1: Yeah. Like, you, you put that superhero costume on, girl.
2: Even even Kiki Palmer No,
1: no. No, we draw the line there. We draw the line there. Okay. All right. We we got one more thing, and this one, guys. This was I was actually going to mention this last Friday, and I forgot. And I was almost glad that I forgot. But Hollywood, in a womp 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 that only Hollywood could do, Lily Allen was offered a role uh, of her real life brother's sister on Game of Thrones. Well, her real life brother plays Theon Greyjoy. The problem here is, guys,
2: <laughs> they they wanted them to do incest scenes. That were literal real life. Even porn incest. wouldn't do this. You freaking weirdos! I, so, I mean, I I want there to be an alternative explanation. Like, oh, we didn't know. So it says. Like, but no
1: (laughs) however earlier on in the show's run he almost ended up being joined on screen by his singing sister Lily who was offered the role of his sister on Game of Thrones but ended up not taking it in the end she turned down the role because of a creepy moment of incest between Greyjoy's siblings Theon and Yara it's actually the character's introduction to audiences and gets incestuous as Theon doesn't recognize his sister at first after so many years so he starts fondling her on, on horseback imagine for a second that they get to set And they're like, so you're going to put your hand uh, uh, around here, right? You're just going to just cop a feel? He's like, no. No, I'm not doing that. That's my actual sister, you freaking weirdo.
2: Yeah. And this is is just after Lily Allen was in the headlines for um, talking about the nepotism baby trend. And uh, they, they actually pointed out that she is a nepotism baby, which means that her brother is also a nepotism baby. And, hey, maybe this just comes with the territory of being raised in what they call Hollyweird. This is like the pinnacle of Hollyweird. If
1: Lily Allen had taken the role, she'd have had to act that scene out with her own brother, which would have been awkward as hell, so you can understand why she didn't want to do it. I want to know who the hell asked her in the first place, and I want to know if that person's browser history has been checked at any time in... these people are
2: sick in the head i swear i like i am so frustrated with the overwhelming uh like there's, there's just like absolutely gratuitous amount of sexuality and nudity in mainstream television and movies right now. Look, look, and the it's thing is, like, out of control, and it, it also has promoted this culture where you watch everything alone because it's awkward to watch this shit yeah, with your you family can't or watch your friends.
1: Anything with your family. This anymore. is
2: like uh, this is like all the the culture of like you know watching things on your on your laptop alone instead of going to a theater or watching things as a family like I I hate it it's the worst thing I think heavy involvement of of sexuality and nudity in tv shows right now especially is worse on so many levels than even the forced diversity stuff like it's so much worse I I would much rather like if it were a trade-off I would much rather have, like, the forced diversity quota stuff yes. than the insane amount of sexuality and nudity that is in, you know, shows like Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, Euphoria. It's even in The Witcher. As I'm, like, trying to sit through it, I it's very difficult because I, I genuinely, like... I find it distasteful. Yeah. And I, I'm not a prude for thinking that. This was not normal. It, Even 10 years ago, this was not normal. Uh, I mean,
1: Game of Thrones was around 10 years ago, so.
2: But they, <laughs> of course, Game of Thrones is one of the reasons that this is mainstream now, Brett. Yeah. Like, that's that's the reason why it's expected that sexuality, in, in such a graphic way, yeah. is a given. In television series right now Game of Thrones was known for that also the uh, in a way that other shows were not
1: well here's here's a, another thing to think about is part of it is also that back in the day there was kind of a walled off difference between basic cable and premium cable and that wall isn't really there anymore so back in the day uh, you saw this stuff on Cinemax or on HBO and not everyone had HBO and Cinemax right so now a kid can go and just get hbo max on their phone back in the day his parents would have had to have gotten it for their home tv right Mm -hmm. and they would have regulated likely what he would have watched i also like like the 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 content of the of the thing is distasteful but doesn't bother me as much as it does knowing that they actually tried to hire his like i said real porn companies wouldn't try to do that Mm -hmm. like uh It's just weird how they like they're like, Oh yeah, it's totally normal. But like the the actual scenes I find I mean, I don't watch that stuff to like like Game of Thrones, I I watch the first couple of seasons. Most of the shows that have heavy nudity and stuff like that just aren't the stuff that I end up watching anyways. But I'm not a it doesn't bother me if other people want to watch it. I'm more concerned about them thinking it's okay to hire an actual brother and sister to do actually sexually kind of vaguely sexually explicit scenes together that's freaking weird
2: obviously yeah yeah. i think that a lot of these people are too steeped in their own in their own mental illness to to know that this is not acceptable to the rest of society that's where the balenciaga thing came from maybe if if that is the most charitable interpretation it's that people are too steeped in their own you know artistic dopeness to to know that like this is not acceptable. Did you see the this person, is not within the realm of acceptability? Did
1: you see the guy who posted the video going to ask for a job at Balenciaga in bondage gear?
2: No. Yeah, a
1: guy put on. Uh, it was, I don't remember if it was a guy or a girl. Was it put innocent? on? Put on bondage gear and said, "I'd like to apply for a job at Balenciaga." And they're like, "Sir, that's not appropriate clothing." Oh, I, I
2: didn't know that. I thought that that was totally normal and also family friendly.
1: It uh, it reminds me of the mom who went to who wore like uh, heavily sexualized clothes to a school board meeting to tell them to point out to them why it's wrong for drag queens to do story hour with their kids.
2: Not sure you're, you know, get. And you're, I'm not sure that's the best way to make a point, but... Well, no, the, the point
1: is they're like, you can't do like that. At least it's like yeah. pointing
2: out their hypocrisy. Yeah. yeah, but then, of course, like Dane always says, like, we get into this cycle of, like, you know, it's, think about if it were the other way around. Like, the hypocrisy, bro, the hypocrisy. It, like, ultimately pointing out the hypocrisy does nothing. And... and, the- and the only I mean what is what does that do really yeah. just pointing out how how weird they are in the in the chat. Uh, I'm just is, saying social shaming shaming is uh, public shaming bring it back.
1: Dustin says stepmom always gets stuck. Yes. Well, those dryers can be a can be a dangerous place for a step sibling or step parent to. To, uh, to find themselves Here's the problem though That's like at least They're pretending That it's a step parent And they're not Actually related HBO's like Here you're actually related Let's do incest Also
2: most of the people Watching the show Wouldn't know that I know So they're kind it's of like worse. Trying to pull one over On the people watching Yeah you
1: actually Watched something Really really awful And didn't even realize it
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know That Lily Allen Had an acting career Or if this was just like Some random role That they offered to her uh,
1: I don't know if she's acted. If she's acted other than this, um, that's really I know her through music.
2: Even weirder, no. And, I, and also, someone said like way to take a stand, Lily Allen. Like, oh, is not that what she was not. <laughs> yeah, you're you're taking a stand and doing something very honorable by simply not committing acts of incest on television. Yes, like great accomplishment. Are you are you looking at the? I, I was looking at original up, uh, story.
1: Um, oh it was a mom That's not what this was It was
4: uh... And I am a cat Oh Meow meow I'm not a woman Dressed as a cat I am a cat By show of hands I'm curious uh, How many of you believe And confess that I'm a cat <laughs>
1: Great uh, I love it I, I love it When the like, The problem is That that they that calling out hypocrisy Doesn't work Because they believe That it's, there's no truth But power so that it doesn't actually work to point out their hypocrisy because they actually revel in it. They love being hip- hypocrites because they don't actually care about truth. They care about power. So it They'll is use, it is.
2: like, honorable institutions as instruments yes. to yep. take them down.
1: So, so yeah, guys, just remember that that's what could have happened on Game of Thrones because Hollywood is full of degeneracy. It is what it is.
2: So true. We got
1: some super chats.
2: Um, I don't see anime on uh, screen. Maybe I need to log in. I think again. there was
1: one more. It says, oh yeah, it says Ray, uh, Raven Thor. It says, I watch sports on network TV for the first time in a while. Every single commercial now has so much forced representation, it's kind of shocking. It feels totally artificial and propagandistic. Yeah, I, I actually watched, when the power was out here, I had to go to a hotel because we thought the power was going to be out for like three days. And it ended up like, uh, and they're like all the commercials. It's really funny. Like, I It, it doesn't really bother me. Like the... Like, I, a, a lot of people see it as if they're trying to like, uh, you, you believe that a lot of it has to do with like, that you believe that it's some type of social engineering. I, I don't believe
2: it. I know okay. it. It's a fact. I
1: see it as, as greedy and pragmatic capitalist companies. They're like, how can we appeal to the most people in one commercial?
2: Mm. They're like,
1: we can No, appeal-
2: Cause we know that, you know, for instance, you know, white male protagonists in movies <laughs> make the most successful movies. That's yes, like well, that's what's what appeals to the mainstream. Yeah,
1: and I think that they're not trying I mean to appeal
2: like, to the mainstream.
1: With the com- I don't know if commercials is the same thing though. I, I don't know if that's like the logic may be different in the in the marketing may be different for commercials. Selling like a, a secondary product is different than selling the product itself. I think.
2: But the characters are products. Uh, I, I don't know characters in like, movies are. I, I guess,
1: Products. but yeah, but the movie Especially is the but the to movie toys. is the product. Like, I, I guess when I think about it, like uh, a lot of people agree with you. Yeah, say 100 social engineering. I tend to take the view that's a little bit more like I just see that um, as like, do I believe that there's absolutely people at this in these companies, usually in the human resources department or in your DEI in your inclusion departments that believe that absolutely? Do I believe that a CEO signs off on it because he sees it as like he's been maybe they've given him a logical explanation? They're like. Like their ideas, like yes, we can socially engineer people this way, but do they pitch that to the CEO? No, I don't believe they do that. I believe they pitch it to the higher ups as we can reach more people and it will improve. It'll improve our score through ESG if we promote this way.
2: I think yeah. it's a
1: little bit of both.
2: Yeah, there's. I guess you're right. There's. There's both, but yeah, social engineering and um, motivations that are completely separate from profit are involved yep and uh, we've got 99 cents from big without Dave got a message from Big Dave as usual the strong silent Thank type. you big Dave
1: uh, Ren says blah Brett uh, oh wait sorry uh, Poco Rosso forever says then they'd pander to the majority not the minority but the problem is the minority is now a majority right like there's a like between all the groups they outnumber the majority. They, didn't I, they call I don't it that, know. They called it true. like a minority majority. A plurality? Like uh, between um, all the different demographics, you reach more people that way perhaps. I don't know. I'm just saying that it uh, it feels to me like I, I take the oddly more comforting, I, <laughs> cynical approach that it's just when about
2: When I see money. the Ulta Beauty Company Yeah. <laughs> putting an ad out there that says fatness is beautiful or something, or like the hashtag, the beauty of fatness. I'm talking more about fat model who, by the way, is also just like very unfortunate looking in the face. Um, I don't think that that appeals to the mainstream. And I don't think that can even be believably pitched as appealing to the mainstream.
1: Yeah. Look, there's nothing wrong with being unfortunate in the face. It's fine.
2: What are you trying to imply that you are?
1: <laughs> I I don't know who this model is to show. I, I remember the I, I do remember was it the Sephora the lady from Sephora who got fired for being a conservative?
2: I don't remember that. The, story. I think there are ha- too many to count they, at this point.
1: The one who the one who went who were, who was on Sephora did like a Prager U video where she basically mm-hmm. got fired for being a conservative. So it is what it is. It's the world we live in now. It says, uh, Matt says, seeing Hooters, seeing Hooters is rebranding. They think they'll change it to Roosters.
2: What? <laughs> they think they'll change That's uh, got to be fake. It's got to be I fake. also saw this, Um, there was like this tweet. I don't know if any of this was true, but like they were trying to change the official uniform at Hooters So that they had to wear, like, essentially, like, basically underwear. And they
1: protested.
2: Instead of shorts. And they protested and they changed it back.
1: No, they gave them the option that if they wanted to wear the new ones, they could, but they didn't have to. I remember that.
2: Probably most of them wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know some of those. Uh, I, I don't regularly go to Hooters, but I've never I haven't been, kept up. I so. remember.
1: I, I've never been to I don't even know if there are any. I feel like they soda. should be
2: wearing skirts instead of shorts anyway.
1: I remember that there was a video That's of like a take. dad taking his son to Hooters for like his How, eighth, y- like how young was he, was he? He was pretty young and they were like very absolutely. The the girls weren't even like showing a whole lot, but it was just really funny like
2: I mean, obviously they're not like they're not <laughs> literally prostitutes or anything, but I think that's not a place where but you it, should bring children. But it was
1: really funny because they all like they, they they all come up and like are like really sincerely like wishing this kid a happy birthday, and the kids just loving it. And it's just Aww. it's like a weird dichotomy of like this feels wrong, but they're being very wholesome and polite. And at least yeah, <laughs> at least they're not being weird about it. Yeah, it was it was it was <laughs> very funny. So, all right, uh, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Mary. Thank you so much as usual. It was a good sh- first show back. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think it went well.
1: The did you like were you do you ever like get worried when we have more than two days off in a row that it's gonna be harder coming back?
2: No, because I have so many of my takes saved up. <laughs> I've been like telling them to myself in my head while I'm doing mundane tasks. I'm just like talking about pop culture in my head. Cause yeah. I'm insane see it's like like i uh, for (laughs) me
1: i i struggle with it because like i always feel like i'm not going to be able to to get back in the group but then it always works out jacob edler says they're rebranding hooters to be a drag restaurant this has to be a joke no they're not this cannot be a real thing
2: they're trying to troll you just like uh all of the tiktokers were trying to troll their parents could be could be
1: all right uh mary let everyone know where they can find you
2: yes you can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived. And you can read my name thoughts on Twitter. Also, Mary Archived. Uh, I don't know if we have anything else to promote. I guess I, I also wanted to mention, uh, give us some rates and reviews on Spotify, the yep. listening platforms, wherever you listen. If you listen, um, yeah, if it's on Amazon, Pandora, Spotify. Uh, I think there's also Apple Music. Where else are we? On all of the listening platforms, if you give us rates and reviews, that helps our visibility a lot. So I wanted to encourage you guys to do that.
1: Appreciate it. And and, in the subreddit, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. um, As usual, we do meme reviews with some of the best content from our subreddit. So I encourage you to go over there and submit whatever memes or clips you want us to see. And we select them on a regular basis and hopefully with Dane at our side, react to them.
1: All right, guys, before we go, could you please like this video, leave a comment on this video. If you agreed with my uh, horrible take or you disagreed with my horrible take on TikTok trends or you agreed with what Mary had to say or whatever we were talking about today, leave a comment, let us know what you think, subscribe to the channel, uh, like this video, it helps us a lot. Uh, If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasivik For the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. We are also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify, as she just said. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter at popculture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at popculturecrisis and Instagram at popculturecrisispod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Later.
4: Bye.
0: Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies, and their team of licensed experts is on hand to help you talk through it. Talk to a team of award-winning agents who will walk you through the process step-by-step easily compare quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Your work-life insurance policy may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. Even worse, it may not come with you. If you leave your job policy, genius gives you unbiased advice from a licensed expert support team. They have no incentive to recommend one insurer over another. So you can trust their guidance. Thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.